Welcome to the Ruckus Sessions. We are recording. Tell me who the fuck you are. I'm Jesse. And I am Cody. And today at the table, we have cannabis enthusiasts, cannabis activists, cannabis, all around cannabis, connoisseur, cannabis guy. We'll get more into this. You guys will know what we talk about. We have Connor Knight at the table from the next level on 17th Ave. And for you locals in Calgary, you know what we're talking about. (laughs) Super stoked to be here, guys! Thanks for inviting me. Oh yeah, no problem, man! Thanks for coming on. Like, Anytime. this is this is really good. I'm really happy to have you here. It was uh, I've, I've I've frequented your guys' store for many many years, and you guys consistently uphold great customer service and even better glass. Like it is amazing what you guys have in that store. Yeah, there's a huge demographic. We try to keep a little bit of everything for everyone, right? Some people want five dollar pipe some people want two dollar rolling paper some people want thousand dollar bongs right it's all what what you want we can give it to you some of that custom hand-blown glass like whether it's a bong or a pipe or not is just like it's so nice looking it's so well done just like that's that's art in itself right there it's art and like honestly i've played around with the glass blowing a little bit and i have even greater appreciation for it after that it's it's a I imagine it's not easy. It's It's kind of like once you shoot a gun and then you watch a movie and you're like, nope, it's not like that. (laughs) You kind of get in there and then it's like, yeah, okay, this is way harder than you can ever imagine. You got to get to that level. You're dedicating your life to it, honestly. It's it's something you do every day. It looks tricky, right? Like you're blowing air into glass, but you got to do it in such a way that it's like it's 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 making pockets that look like things that you want and it's like and you roll like it it's It doesn't crazy. make sense how you build some things inside other things yeah, with tubes and I've watched many a video and seen guys build these intricate pieces and I'm just flabbergasted at what comes up. The the do you, Jesse, do you remember the very first piece you ever saw that would like stand out? Um, probably as we were saying, there was a shop in the, uh, old hood. What was it? Empire? Hemisphere. Hemisphere. Not to shout out other shops or anything, but you know, it's, it's the culture, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, just, and that's where we kind of grow up And there. I think there was some just like really neat multicolored blown glass at the time. It wasn't like, it was before the fucking dragons and the guy, the star Wars and yeah. like that stuff came through. It was just like a really interestingly... It's like that old school soft glass bongs with yes, slider bowls. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where my honestly my love for the kind of artsier bongs came from too. It's, it's what I started. There's off little yeah. like white glass in there with a really uh, like a deep blue or a deep red or something like that. It's again goes right back to artwork. Like it's yeah. artwork. Exactly. I always love the ones that change color. That's what always caught my eye. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean these ones change color? Yeah. And they'd start off a little yellowy or white, and then I I found out years later what. It's just getting it. black yeah. on the inside. <laughs> no, there's, there's, um, what is, there's, I've, oh, geez, right after I say it, there's like copper or silver, isn't it? So, yeah, they'll take, if your flame is shooting, you'd put a little piece of gold or silver in front of the flame and fume onto the pipe, inside or outside, depending on how you're doing it. And then, yeah, like you said, as you smoke through it and it gets black, then the colors start to show up more and more and more. And then when you clean it, it goes back to the original state. Yeah. Super fun. That's, yeah. yeah. See, and like, I, I always thought it was just like, yeah, it's color changing. And then it just, cause it gets black in there. Yeah. But no, there's, 
copper and, and it stuff. was actually done silver or f- discovered by accident a guy named bob snodgrass he was playing around i can't remember exactly how he did it but he was playing around in his thing and got some silver fuming onto his i think from a tool actually he was using a tool and got some of the silver fuming onto his pipe gave it to one of his friends and she's like this pipe is not what it looked like two weeks ago like you got to check this out and he realized what he'd done and that's how he stumbled across uh, across it Whoa. he's like the the forefront of the heady glass industry. He was. He was the one who, yeah. He's the godfather. For sure. The With godfather. an amazing name. Yeah, exactly. What's his name if everyone wants to look him up? Bob Snodgrass. Snod- what a yeah. Snodgrass. How could yeah. you nice. not be into glass blowing with a name like that? That's just like, that. he found his calling. Yeah. For Super sure. Super cool, dude. He used to travel around, I believe, with the Grateful Dead, honestly. Oh, and really? And blast glass blowing out of a van and like, yeah, Super OG. That seems very Grateful Dead. Yeah. So <laughs> would stuff like that with today's culture end up being... Like collectible? 100%. Is there like a market oh, for stuff like, like that? He's getting older. Do you know what I mean? I don't know exactly how old, but when you see these people kind of stop glass blowing, their their pieces just go up exponentially. It's yeah, but no, he's already out there. Marbles with his classic uh, skull face in them can sell for five hundred bucks. Wow! Yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah. And how big would a marble be for those that don't know? Two and a half, three inches across, maybe. Is a big marble anywhere from yeah one to three inches across, probably. Oh shit! Yep. Holy smokes. Yeah. And they're insane. Like yeah. they're fumed skulls inside of these marbles and you just look at it and you can't even like how did What does a fumed skull mean? So like that uh like those color changing pipes. Okay. He somehow, I don't even know, gets a design of a skull inside the pipe with just fume. It's no glass, it's no nothing, it's Whoa. just the fume of it. Whoa. Yeah. I, I don't really understand it, to Holy be honest shit. with you, but... That's crazy, It's, though, it's wild. Guess where I'm going to YouTube tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Snodgrass, here we come. Holy, you're going to go down? <laughs> That's cool. That's I think cool. so. Yeah. What was it, Connor, that got you into the cannabis kind of culture? Because you you said while we were talking that you've been at the next level for, for quite some time yeah, now. five and a half years now. I've, I've always loved the cannabis industry, honestly. I don't know what, what the initial spark was, but even growing up, I like to watch the Cheech and Chong movies, and you know what I mean? I just loved the whole idea and vibe around it. And Who was it that showed you a Cheech and Chong first? I think I stole it out of my dad's uh, private movie yeah. collection whenever he'd go out of town. Yeah, for sure. Oddly so, enough, yeah. my dad was the first one to show me a Cheech and Chong, and then he was surprised when I was like, yeah, I smoke weed. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well... You showed me Cheech and Chong when I was like 13. I'm like, what do you expect? When- Actually, for those who don't know, we might as well clear this out. We're in Canada, and it's 100% legal in Canada right now as of uh, April 20. 20- well, it was legalized last year, but... October 17th. Yeah. yeah. So October 17th, it was legalized. So we're well into a bunch of months into it. Like, we're... You know, like we're in it. We're less than a year into it, so we're just kind of we're getting our feelers. And actually, that's kind of yeah. why we wanted to do this podcast. Is kind of just like we want to put an axe in the stigma of cannabis. Yeah. And I I'm using the term cannabis. Uh, do you, like cannabis, marijuana, pot, weed, whatever. There's a couple that get kind of this weird that draw the stigma. You know, like pot, weed, fucking yeah. stone, and like that kind of shit. But I feel like if you use cannabis, that pretty much cuts away any like. Yeah, it's more. It, uh, it's more professionally yeah. sounding, totally. whether it is or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even from marijuana, which marijuana, it got such a negative um, stigma around it because of like 1940s reefer madness. Yeah. If you haven't seen that documentary, go check it out. <laughs> Who hasn't? Don't take it seriously because it's it's all propaganda. It's, it, it's anti-marijuana propaganda is what it is. And then from then on, it's just got this weird stigma around it. 
and that's that's what we're here today to just kind of break a little bit because we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of American listeners, which they're on their way to states are starting to privately or states are independent so they can legalize it on a federal or sorry on a on a, a recreational or a medical level. It's their choice. So it's kind of you're seeing more states. There's like seven or eight states right now where it's right out legal. Like you can go to Vegas. Yeah, and totally. go buy a joint yeah. at the fucking Seven Eleven. I don't know how their system just, works, but that you know yeah, that's no, that's totally. the extent of it. I just went down to California in January, and it was legal, and it's absolutely wonderful just yeah. to know that you can walk around and smoke, or be you know be respectful when you smoke, yeah. and go buy it at, at your convenience. It's so wonderful. What what is the legalization kind of done for your guys' shop? that you've seen because you've been there now for five years you yeah. said so you've been there well before pot yeah has been legal in some ways it's done great things like i love seeing people that have never come in before and asking questions and feeling safe to come in and ask those questions where they wouldn't have even stepped foot in the door before that in other ways it is a little bit hurt us because there's more competition than there's ever been there is 200 cannabis or cannabis accessory shops in calgary we are very very oversaturated holy yeah. shit i and had then no idea on top of that every convenience store selling cbd and pipes and this and that so it is it's it, it's a tough uh city to open a cannabis or cannabis retail shop in for sure yeah, yeah. and now for those for those who don't know you guys don't sell cannabis we do not it's sell just, cannabis. yeah you yeah. guys are doing accessories is there was there any like uh, forethought or maybe uh, ideas to get into selling cannabis? For sure. So we Cause actually because you, you guys are a staple in town. Yeah, no, for sure. We uh, we had that name that a lot of people felt custom- comfortable coming to see us. So we wanted to have it an all in one shop, for lack of a better word. And uh, when we applied, we spent you know tons of time, tons of money trying to get all these licenses and this and that, and jump through these hoops. And they actually denied our application just because of location. We we're we're share a wall with the liquor store, and <laughs> we're within 30 meters of a pawn shop. So they don't really like those shops coexisting beside each other for whatever reason. Which, which is super weird because if you go up to Temple, there's a strip mall yeah. where there it's a liquor store, a pawn shop, and a pot shop. The three in a row, but it goes liquor shop, pawn shop, pot shop. And I think uh, money has a little bit to play with. Who that you too, grease? Right? Yeah, whose yeah, palms you grease yeah. and that kind of thing. I don't doubt that yeah. at all. It's it's even from a, a federal level, the first players in were friends of the government. Yeah. It's it's yeah, you got to know who to who to who to like. That's and, very interesting because the cannabis culture is very. On one end, it's very, very accepting and and caring, and then now yeah. that it's legal, you have this whole new breed coming in. We have you have ruthless business people yeah. who aren't part of the culture; they're just seeing it as a product to push. Hundred percent. It's like most people who own a liquor store aren't a liquor enthusiast. Yeah, they're just See that's the dollar value. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a recession proof I guess you're right. business, right? But yeah, anyone who's going to open a cannabis store that sells cannabis flour or byproducts, they're going to be first and foremost a fan and connoisseur. Generally. Generally. Generally, yeah. Like, See, I would that's, hope. Yeah, that's what, you know, this industry was built by cannabis connoisseurs. I'd hate to see it be taken away into the people who don't care and love the plant like we do. Well, that's kind of the thing. It's like, do you think like big, to- big weed is going to take over like big tobacco did with uh, cigarettes and I, stuff like that? I kind of do, honestly. Because we're like- almost there already, yeah. I think. Because, uh, so as a medical patient, um, my, sub- my, my LP, so my licensed producer, uh, Tilray, okay. 
I might not. I shouldn't probably have said that because I'm about to slag them. But uh, uh, they had no product. They had no medicine yeah. for a month when it went legal because yeah. they sold out their patients to the the recreational 100%. side. And for those who don't know, like the recreational side, it's like three times the black market prices, almost. It, it's even more, it's, honestly. I'm it's not going to lie. I can buy an ounce for a hundred bucks, or I can go to the store and pay four hundred and twenty. Ex- Do you know what I mean? It, same weed too. Yeah, yeah. Like, if or, not, I like the stuff I can get better. So every yeah, you know the 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 street pharmacists are laughing right now yeah. just because of like it is so expensive. It is. I actually was watching an interview the other day. I want to say it was in Ontario. And the head chief of police down there was like, are you kidding me? What are we doing? Like, I don't even expect people to support these dispensaries. Who can afford to pay this? Somebody that needs cannabis every day cannot afford $400 for an ounce. No. And they can go to the black market and pay a, a half or a quarter of that price. He's like, it's, it just doesn't even make sense to me. Why would it make sense to somebody who doesn't care and doesn't respect the law? And I think it's going to fade. Like it's a fad. Like we're st- we're not even a year into it. It's a fad. It's a fad. They're gonna wonder why they didn't collect as much money as Colorado. Yeah, and, and it's like, like hmm. well, because Colorado and even BC to their own extent. Like, so we have a really convoluted system in Canada. Um, there's LPs, which are licensed producers, and those are government, essentially government sanctioned facilities that can sell to medical patients. And honestly. I love the quality and stuff that came out of it. You mm-hmm. you knew the percentage you were buying, yep. which on the legal side, the recreational side in Canada, that's still true. I think they still have to go through the same medical testing. Yeah. So there's that side of things. But then there are these dispensaries. There's online dispensaries. There's like, like BC is a perfect example for yeah. that where the dispensaries are there. They were smart. They kept street prices. They didn't, they never like, like there's 260 an ounce is expensive, but yeah. that's like, that was the top end no, of sure. your good bud. Yep. It wasn't 400, you know? Yeah. And so they'll stick to like 200, 220 an ounce, which is kind of average price up yep. here in Canada. And they're smart about it. So they like, they kept with that. Whereas the LPs and like all these recreational places and I'll give them to that. There's probably extra taxes. There's probably extra fees they have to pay. Totally. Those giant plastic bottles. Yeah. No kidding. The, that was, we'll talk. Uh, well, no, let's, yeah. let's bring it up right now. The, the craziness of one ounce of recreational marijuana, the product and packaging, especially if you ordered in one gram. So you sent me a, Jesse sent me a photo a while back and it was, I ordered, now this was when they were short, so you had to order one grams because there wasn't. Well, and they don't offer a, a 30 gram bundle yet. Because no. yeah. so in Canada, you can buy 30 grams at a time. Yep. And you can fly with thirty grams now too. Yeah, which is it's pretty like, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I I have like I have I have no reason I had had no reason to fly with it yet, but yeah. that's going to be an interesting. No, uh, I, I have a couple times, and I have my I have my medical card, and I've I've flown with cannabis, and I was not worried in any way. They uh, they don't bug you. They don't ask the questions. The only thing I was worried about is when they wipe your fingers, but I'm like, I, it's going to be there, and yeah. nothing, and they no, didn't say sure. anything. Yeah, as long as you have your card and you're respectful about it. I think that's the biggest thing. That's the as biggest thing. Don't walk in there fucking yeah. puffing a joint, blowing it in yeah. uh, CSA's the CSA's face. And, the funniest know. thing I saw recently. Because you can only fly nationally. Yeah, within Canada. Yeah. 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 So flying internationally, when I came back from California, I saw a sign that said, please declare all cannabis products. And I look at the, the, the agent and I'm like, isn't isn't flying internationally with cannabis illegal? 
And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so you're asking people to declare their illegal cannabis? And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, are you just waiting for the guy who's coming through stone? And be like, oh, shit. I forgot to check my weed, man. Yeah, I, oh, okay, I'll <laughs> declare my stuff. And they're like, okay, you're arrested now, yeah, sir. You're going yeah. to jail, sorry. But, See, and that's, that's kind of the weird thing about the states, right? Like, it's legal. But in it's certain not. states, but it's not. Like, yeah. why can't you fly from California to Canada where it's recreationally uh, legal in both places? Yeah, you're if not. You're never crossing an area where it's not. Well, I guess that the plane veered off. Yeah, you're crossing other states, but yeah, but I guess maybe to, that's what it and federal level. It's, yeah, it's not federal. Exactly. But back to packaging. So you're one ounce. You had. Yeah. You had. Twenty-eight individually one-gram bottles, medicine bottles, sent to me. Really. As the the ounce. Like, did you buy 28 different kinds? No. I bought... So, this was right at the beginning, They sent, too. like, 10 bottles of one kind. They asked how many grams you wanted, and I said, I want 28 grams yeah. an ounce. And they're, they sent 28 one-gram bottles. There's no one who's like, hey, maybe we should be packaging all of this together. That that's a mountain of plastic. Because think know, of it as probably. like a medicine bottle. That's what the exactly an a small Advil bottle. Yeah, that's ex- twenty eight of wow. those show up. Maybe we should post a picture when we post the episode. Yeah, I'll I'll see what I can find because it's insane the amount of garbage this is created. Well, the thing that blows my mind with that is the majority of the cannabis community are conscious earth friendly humans yeah, that 100%. strongly believe in recycling yeah. strongly believe in taking care of the planet and yet as soon as these guys come in it's like it's just like mass amounts of plastic yeah. and i think that's been other than price one of the biggest issues i agree that canadians have had yep. so far with that yeah and like you said like generally people who smoke cannabis and we love the earth and we don't want to see all this plastic going wherever and i get it you know like like, I think they should have grams, eighths, quarters, and ounces. Street stuff. But you then know? at the same time, I think that they should have a system set into play like bottles where here you pay your extra five cents or whatever. All right, we're already going up in price. But, <laughs> yeah. but then bring all your bottles back and we'll give you the refund for it. There's a place to recycle them. There's a place to... You know Dude, what? I talked to... I, soon as, when I sent Cody that picture of yeah. that crazy amount, I was like, we need to start... A marijuana container recycling program. Well, here's the thing. Guess everyone knows Jason Momoa just shaved his beard off, right? What? No. You guys don't know this? No. So, yeah. He just put out a video. He shaved his beard off, and he did it for a cause. Okay, cool. He's doing it for recycling. For tin. Or aluminum, sorry. Okay. So, aluminum is 100% recyclable. Cool. I, I think he that. said something like 70% of... The aluminum that was recycled in like the 80s or something. I'm, I may be misquoting these numbers still here. Still in. Is still in rotation. Oh, wow. So Super fuck cool. this plastic. Let's turn our stuff into tin cans. Tins, and then sure. you can take it into the bottle like a tuna depot. can. Same idea, kind of do. But then it's hard to... I guess you could have a pop top on it on, after to reseal Just the, stuff, the exact same way it is. Yeah. Just a screw top. And then you take it into yeah, your bottle enough. depot with your aluminum cans. Ye- because those chip bags now are kind of aluminum. Uh, if anyone makes that, that's Cody uh, Kaluzny here us, uh, at Ruckus <laughs> Sessions Podcast. Copyrighted today, April 27th. <laughs> yeah, that's all three of us at this table. <laughs> Thanks for wit- the piece. Witnesses, if anyone makes money off us, all three of us are getting bank. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to your regular scheduled program. Yeah. So, like we said, the, so there's a few weird things that have happened with legalization in Canada. It's where it's like the the culture is dominantly like you said pro earth yeah. pro like not not creating more junk than we need 
an ounce of an ounce of weed from a street pharmacist is one ziploc baggie. Yeah. That's all the plastic. Yeah. And I get it too. When my dealer shows up with gloves on and he's got the percentage and the lineage of the strain and Jeez. this and how it was grown and the batch number and what I get it takes extra money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. I understand that. But it's it can't be that much more. It's way too much. No. Triple the price, come on guys. Yeah. It's someone's just trying to make bank yeah. off this as fast as they can until they figure out that like, oh, this isn't a sta- this isn't sustainable. It's gonna know? jump crazy. It's gonna drop a bit. It'll level off. It will. I'm Anything, as soon as they said marijuana was legalized in Canada, I'm like, sweet, five years from now, things are going to be cool. 100%. I think Colorado is a prime example of that. I haven't been studying it too far, but I got a couple of buddies who lived down there. They're like, dude, it was terrible in the beginning. It kind of was up, it was down, it was up, and now it's kind of flattened out and it's getting better. And with them, they still had the federal raids too, yeah, right? Where guys definitely. couldn't, banks wouldn't take their money. Yep. They had, they were worried about being mm-hmm. robbed. They had armed guards that would stand at stores. Yep. Like it was, and it I'll was get, a wild like, west out in Colorado it, it, it for a minute. It truly was. I was in contact with a couple people who I would just chat with on Instagram and this and that. And I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, well, no, we literally have like a million dollars just in a safe. Yeah, you got to no hide it. will deal with us like, at all. Yeah. And, and I, I think Canada did that good with federally making it legal. I think where that's you can travel a, and this and that. And there's some. The it, banks it will them, deal with like, the banks are jumping like they want to deal with people because yep. that's a that's a whole new industry that's exactly. never been tapped before. Yep. Everybody wants a piece, and with that, there still is like we we accept credit cards at uh, at my work online and stuff like that. Right, and if I'm using a credit card company that's based out of the states, they will not work with us for things as simple as hemp. And we've sent them paperwork. Well, hemp's not illegal. Like Superstore and e- everywhere sells hemp. Yeah. It's not illegal. There's it, zero it's, THC it's, and there are fractions of THC. It's illegal it. to grow in the States, though. Yeah. All of the hemp products in the States, so like on it, the uh, like Joe Rogan's fucking- Their farms are in BC, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. All the hemp that they use is Makes grown sense. in Canada. Yeah. It's still illegal in there. Yeah. And if you run with that, why hemp is illegal in the States is because- Big paper. Yeah. Big paper is what 100%. it was. One of the there's a handful of Declaration of Independence that were signed that are made out of hemp paper. Yeah. But at the time everyone had their money in paper and they said, Nope. Hemp's well, illegal and it's yeah. a byproduct of this crazy well, Mexican that's actually drug. exactly what you're saying. I want to touch on that too, because we're kind of taking a newbie approach to people maybe who wanna hemp is a non psychoactive variant of cannabis right like it's essentially it's the male it's the male side of things isn't it um i think it's honestly different as well like i think there's male cannabis plants and then there's hemp i believe it's it's its own strain yeah in the family of cannabis type thing and that's and yeah so exactly what you're saying is like it's not that like oh we can't grow hemp in the states it's big paper is be like no 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 for sure and i think that was a huge reason on why canada canada took so long to legalize and to do it the right way is because they're worried about the pharmaceutical industry it very well could wipe out you know a lot of money that they're generating from that and like don't get me wrong like farm pharmaceuticals have their place but good as much as they can the football players instead of doping up on like like uh, pharmaceuticals they could just smoke wheat like the nfl it's CBD, illegal right? right like cbd is huge for inflammation it doesn't just help inflammation it stops your body from causing the chemical that creates inflammation we had a we had a cfl player come through here terry williams and he said cbds cool. are they well they don't test for marijuana in the cfl so so okay. they so cool. they so they use cbds 
all the time. Awesome. All the time. Mm. The topicals, the pill, all of them. See, like that's it's, great. And that's, when, and that's why you see. The more stories I hear about people getting off meds, yeah. I've been told by family, family members, by friends, hey, you know that I'm not taking any more like meds it's just my cbd totally and, and i'm like oh. so i actually know a guy firsthand who had a brain tumor and we pretty much uh shrunk this brain tumor and turned it into nothing with heavy doses of uh rso rick simpson oil and hey. cbd and you know now, what i mean so is rso remember phoenix tears yeah, were huge idea. for a while yeah, same idea um that's how who was it <clears throat> chong was taking those wasn't he tommy chong for his prostate I, cancer i believe so yes and they're and that's just basically eating like concentrated yep Doses. It's shit that yep. like puts you full, on the couch. Full spectrum for... extracts. Like, yeah. ev- like yep. take it all, let it work in your body, yep. and it does work in your body. Which is... you, you, then you know Rick Simpson's story. Uh, slightly. You know, I is don't he, know. That... Is he the like? Yeah, because yeah, he developed the 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 RSO. The, the, I think the, he's the at least who tears. brought it to the public. I remember hearing a story where he was when he was developing this. He ended up setting fire. To what he was doing, and he like severely burnt his hands. Oh, and he put all the RSO on it. Yeah, yeah and see, and, I do that honestly. And all the he time. went back to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "What the fuck did you do? Yeah. Like, he was supposed to have skin grafts and shit on his hands, yeah. and this the RSO was just like, Whoop. imagine the dedication there, because that probably would have hurt so much just to have these like third degree burns and be like, you know what, I'm dedicated to the cause. <laughs> yeah. And then he just smears his. Open sores with cannabis oil. No, he soaked his gu- his uh, his wraps. Okay. Oh, cannabis okay. oil. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, he soaked Imagine his wraps. Imagine taking those off all sticky, oh. though. Oof. I... <laughs> but maybe it's not, though. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Yeah. Like, so there's there's a whole line of like medical skin grafts that use uh, cannabis-based liner. You know what I mean? Like, do the whole thing where you do skin grafts, but then you kind of meld it with the cannabis so that you have a faster healing process or something. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to talk on the the <laughs> science behind yeah. it at all, but I feel like if, if if cannabis oil can help with healing burns, there is definitely an avenue there somewhere to start with the skin grafts and severe burns and and just imply it in in those areas, you know? I think we'll see a lot more of this as the years progress, especially out of Canada, I believe, yeah, cuz now that 100%. it's legal, every research team is there? You know, there has had a green light to go nuts. Yeah, go there, and that's what that. I'm excited about. That's what I'm really excited about. They're pretty close to changing the classification in America, aren't they? I'm not too sure, honestly. I thought they had a. It's vote crazy recently, that they class just... it with like cocaine. Yeah, and, it's like, with heroin. So heroin. It's oh no, it's not even no. It's wor- it, they it's class, class it worse one. than cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's cla- it's uh, schedule one is what it's called, yeah. not class one, schedule one. But it's uh, schedule one, which means it has no medicinal value whatsoever. Yeah. What an ignorant yeah. thing to tell like, that to the kid who eats uh, one drop of of uh, oil and stops having thirty seizures a day. Stops right? having ninety seizures yeah, a day. No, exactly. You know? Tell that to his parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so insane to see all the, all of that kind of stuff, and and nobody's like, oh well, we fucked. Like clearly, this works. Yeah, it's helping. Ki- it's helping everybody, not just kids. It's helping anybody. You yeah. go from ninety seizures a day. 100%. That's you can't live your life doing that to none. Yep. Because you took some oil. And that was what I was most stoked about. Like, to be honest, I don't really care that people can smoke weed legally now. Yeah, it's great, but that's not what I was excited about. It's about the children who need cannabis to function properly or CBD or whatever it is, or the 70-year-old woman who can't find anywhere who now has access to clean medicine. That's what I'm excited for. Me and you and you, we would have been fine without it. Yeah, we would have still been doing what Our lives wouldn't have been different, years. you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it, that's a perfect way to sum it up is like the... 
the advances that are going to come from cannabis research and everything else and availability is going to be tenfold. Canada, I hope, I hope Canada is a beacon for new medicines and not, I'm not saying like holistic new medicine. I'm talking like real new medicines yep. that are clinically tested that work that, you know, that are making everyone's life better. Yeah. Not, yeah, I, I not hope scamming Canada, people. Like I'm not, I, I hope I'm, we become a research ground. Like yeah. where we can, we can actually start to scientists where, from around the world. Government send them to Canada to do their research at all of our, our facilities. Cause we have great universities in Canada. Yep. We do. We have, awesome yep. universities here so let's utilize that totally and honestly if this is done right we could pave the path for the rest of the world and show them look this is what cannabis legalization looks like and this is how to do it properly because we learned how to not do it properly first yeah right? and and like it's weird amsterdam didn't take that road yeah because uh, but i do know like a lot of the good studies do come out of the netherlands and stuff because again it's it's semi-legal there mm-hmm. i think we're the first developed country i thought it's 100 percent legal there no there's just not for it's a, foreigners it, now. I think they made. They, it's a weird gray area of how like it's not like it's not just like everything's legal in uh, Amsterdam or wherever. There's there's weird rules about it. Cafes technically can't buy it, but they can sell. I don't know. The, I I watched a documentary about it. I gotta I gotta look it up. I'll find it. I'll post it when we post this episode. But it's. It's not like Canada where it's it's no, legal it's on a federal level yeah, like it is like alcohol and stuff. Yeah. It's but are we are we allowed? I don't think we're allowed to have cafes like consumption. No, not yet. Spots. No, they put some weird rules. Yeah. Um, edibles are just coming into the market soon. I think yes, at the earliest, probably October seventeenth, you'll see it. But see, that's a that's a touchy subject too, right? Because like, that's what's gonna some yeah. dude who's never. Edibles are no joke for yeah. people who. No, they're not. That's not the first thing <laughs> you want to f- jump into. No. If you've never, if you, if you're a new person who wants to get into cannabis, do not jump new, into the new, edibles. New person question. No one can oils <laughs> versus what kind of oils like a, like a THC oil. Edible or smokable. Edible. Okay. Versus like an edible brownie will say if i was to walk into a store and someone was like and he's like i have severe asthma and i cannot smoke or yep. vape and i want to try an edible where would be a decent place to start with an oil or a, a like a cookie i think both honestly just as long as you know that dose and you it's a trusted dose because the difference between 20 and 50 milligrams can be a nightmare for somebody. It for truly somebody, can. Yeah. yeah. It truly can. Now, see, when I went to, I actually went to. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, man. It is bad. <laughs> Shout out, mom's cookie. You'll, but you won't die. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You, that won't, you die. won't. You you might feel like you're about to die, but you won't die, that's and not in like a like a painful kind of way, but in a way where your head is spinning so fast that you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna spin out of this orbit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be on Mars tomorrow if this keeps happening. You know, like it's a weird. That's when people say they've overdosed on marijuana. In in the culture, we I think we call it what greening out. Greening yep, out, exactly. yeah. Yep. And that's kind of like you never thought about that. Do you want to talk green out stories? Uh, Who's have you greened out, Jesse? I, I got a good green out story. I I've never greened out to the point where like our I know, a buddy we won't say names because it's not nice. But mm-hmm. a buddy, <laughs> I, I saw <laughs> yeah. a buddy green out. And he turned green. Like, he's a really, he's as pasty as I am. I'm super white. He turned green and then, and then puked for like three hours. To me, that is greening out. I once ate a chocolate bar, 600 milligrams. I, uh, mm-hmm. 
so it's weird. Here's the really weird thing. So someone eats like 10 milligrams. Like, oh my God, that's so much. Like two, I ate one of those two 50 milligram Lego yeah, guys. For sure. Nothing. I think it's all on how much you smoke, what it was made with. How fat you are too. Cause I'm a, I'm a husky guy too. Like the blood, the, the, the fat versus like, um, what, what am I looking for here? Like the, uh, your, your fat ratio kind of filters it out a little bit yeah. too, doesn't it? Like, um, it, it, it binds to your fat cells. Yeah. That's kind of how you would get high or you, you have a CB1, CB2 receptor, whatever. Um, but I, I don't know if it would really play into it too much. If you gave like a hundred pound dude a dose or a 400 pound dude a dose that have never smoked before, I, I feel like it would be pretty equivalent. They honestly. might, they might ride yeah, the same. I, I don't have the answer I, on that one. I know but. personally that I have a very, very high tolerance for oils. Like the oils that I that I have tried, I have a very high tolerance. But when it comes to edibles, completely different. We, That's weird. Jesse and I have experienced cookies before from a from a common source, <laughs> <laughs> and and sometimes those cookies will put you on the fuck. Let's just say she moon. didn't she didn't really know what she was doing at first. Um, a nice elderly lady that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't really know what she was doing at first. <laughs> so it was just like marijuana roulette when, when you <laughs> yeah. got a cookie. It was like, it was like you eat sometimes one, you nothing. One, sometimes you have three. And it is, it's sometimes, you know, it's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't get high on edibles. And then I have other people who are like, I can't touch edibles. But that's the thing. You cannot die. To overdose on cannabis, you need to consume something like 10,000 pounds in five minutes. And that's like smoke. And even then, I think it was you'd die of smoke inhalation. Yeah, you would die of, yeah, it's not cannabis, you know. Like the the micro dose you'd be having, or the dose you'd have to be taking would just be insane. Yeah. Let's just say it's never happened in in the world, ever. My dad tried to scare (laughs) me once because I have asthma. And my dad tried to scare me. I had a friend that died from smoking a joint once. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, he's the first recorded man in history. (laughs) And I'm like, how did he die, dad? He had asthma. And I'm like, hold on. So he died of of asthma. The marijuana didn't fucking kill him. I'm like, probably helping him. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) you can get a prescription. That's how I have my medicinals for asthma and chronic back pain. So we're you're medical as well. We're yeah. all medical here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a while, it was the way to go, especially yeah. like working in a a, a non marijuana friendly industry. It's like you kind of have to have something. Yeah, because like it's not like it's not like you're getting stoned at work. I would never, ever, ever get stoned at work. It's yeah. not my. I, I I work in an industry that that will not work for me. Yeah, and I would never do it. But yeah. you you got to kind of have like because they're like you go to you go you go up to site they'll test you and then it's like. Well, it's been like two weeks, yeah. but it's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's legal. Yeah. You're done. And so you kind of need that, that paper backup yep. to be like, no, 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 no. Totally. See, my doctor said it's okay. You know, even now, like I know the oil field is definitely a prime example of this. It doesn't matter. We don't care that it's legal. We pay private insurance companies and this is private land. And we say no cigarettes, no alcohol, no cannabis. We don't care. Which if, if not, there's 50 guys in line who are willing to stop exactly. or fake a drug test to make it look like they stopped. And what's really messed up, and as I think they know it too, is what happens is a lot of the people just do harder drugs that are out of your system exactly. in two days, right? And that's a huge problem. Like, would you rather have a bunch of cokeheads working for you or a bunch of potheads? Yeah. Like, well, well and, and it's funny too, because you can eat, I can eat, I can drink four coffees, then eat a Percocet, and then go drive my daughter to school. 
Yeah, and nobody's like, meh. Everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. No, and it no just worries. says operate with care. Yeah. Operate motor vehicles with care. Be cautious. Yeah. It's it's so weird kind of how that works. It is. Well, I will give it I will give it to the industry though. They have changed a bit mm-hmm. because now it's <clears throat> it's all it's levels. Yeah. They test for levels now. Yeah. Um so they will there is kind of like um like a guy I know just went up and it was like basically as long as you didn't smoke like yesterday or the day before, yep. your your levels aren't in this range. Totally. You're fine. Which is a nice concession. I'll give them that. Yep. Like, I will one hundred percent give that's that's a that's a concession they didn't have to make. Yeah. But at the same time it's like it's like giving people alcohol tests the next day when they're hungover. They're still going to fail. Yeah. So you can't really target people like that. Yeah, for sure. I That's one thing I also think is kind of funny because with cannabis, you can – like I work at the, um, the next level. We have detox drinks and stuff like that to help people get clean. Hey, man, I you know was smoking some joints on the weekend. I need to do a cleanse so that I can – go to work and do those stop work? smoking for now yes for they some do. people for some people i'd say it's a with my personal experience i'd say it's honestly like a 99 percent success rate n- if you do it properly i've done it very properly there was one time i quit smoking for three months yeah took the juice and still failed so i was just gonna say that i've had people come in not smoke for over 90 days and i know they did not smoke and they're still failing piss tests this so, is crazy i like the idea that they're going towards a mouth swab but even then, as some like I just took a three week break off cannabis. Didn't smoke a, anything for over three weeks. No edibles, no nothing, no THC. And I s- smoked a joint, and within three hours, I was fine, one hundred percent. I could have got behind a vehicle and drove comfortably, whether it, it's legal or not. I could have functioned behind a car, right? One hundred percent. If I if I feel that I'm not safe, even if I'm overtired, I won't get behind a car. It's just not something I do. Smart idea. Yeah. Very smart idea. But even 30 hours is a long time, right? I like that they're going towards a swab and then they can kind of, okay, you know, this yeah, guy you're seems at this to be level. functioning. He's, he's clearly um, uh, responding to us, whatever. But it's it's still a long time. It's kind of also messed up that we they didn't come out with an, uh, a tried and true accurate testing system yeah. for marijuana before we legalized it yeah. federally. There's no way for the cops to yeah. really actually test your levels properly. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that they were like, like they rushed it out. Lawyers were excited about that one. Yeah, oh, that's got to be their wet dream. Yeah. Like they're going to get so many potheads yeah. off on just yeah. weird technicalities because there's no. Because the cop never smoked weed because he wanted to be the good boy throughout. Yeah. Throughout the years, so he doesn't know what to look for. Yeah, well, like I there's so many happen. arguments. Yeah. I hope like, that doesn't happen. And that's funny too that you say that. Like I kind of, I dived into the cannabis stocks over the last four years. And one of the Smart. one of the things I invested in was a cannabis breathalyzer, and it did well. The stock definitely climbed, and I eventually just sold into bigger and better things. But they they're they're pushing for that breathalyzer, but it's really hard to. It's not it. The reason it's not out there, read of read of like really available, is because it's not invented yet. Yeah, it's that, not a hundred percent accurate because marijuana hasn't been legal enough, or even like it's been around forever, like. Don't kid yourselves. Marijuana has been around from the beginning of fucking time. <laughs> but unless you have like, like I believe Canada will come out with the first reliable drug uh, marijuana testing roadside testing system because, as we said before, it's legal here. Anyone who wants to develop something can just go to co-op and buy what they need and test on it. You know what I mean? Obviously, they'd go through different channels or whatever. But that's what I'm saying is it's readily available here. I think we'll start developing that kind of stuff yeah. out of Canada's. We'll, sure. we'll, like the Canada, the Canada breathalyzer. It'll yeah. be like, you know, it, 
and it'll be like the pinnacle of yep, worldwide I think, testing. I think we very well could be the forefront of, of all of this and all of how cannabis will be tested daily and sold. Hopefully. And, yeah, hopefully. If we do it right, we could. We're in the best position to do it yep. from a global point of view. Because there are other countries that it's legal too. Like, I want to say Brazil. Drugs are legal. Really? I should probably look that up before we just I'm start saying this shit. <laughs> but uh, like there, are, there are other countries where drugs are completely legal, but they're also third world countries, and yeah. it's like they don't like there's not money to put into that yeah. kind of stuff. See, and I'm almost, I'm almost on that page. I'm huge pro choice. I believe you can do whatever you want to do as long as it's not hurting anyone else. Do you know what I mean? If you want to smoke weed all day and do absolutely nothing, then sweet. If you want to sit in your basement and eat mushrooms all day and go on these crazy trips and learn about yourself or whatever you're trying to accomplish from that then go ahead as long as it's not hurting anybody or influencing anyone else in a negative way go ahead i'm completely agreeable to me the biggest concern about the cannabis legalization and all of that was the children it just needs to be properly demonstrated and properly kept away from yeah like alcohol and everything like 100 and don't get me wrong like i'm not naive to the fact that like it's the more that it's out there the harder it is to hide but yep now it's not like a super secret thing anymore. Yep. You know, it's like it's not like, oh, I found a, a flask of dad's whiskey in his in his yeah, uh, dad's a drug addict. Yeah, yeah, he's got whiskey. You know, yeah. and it's like, no, it's just whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but and it's like now it's like no, it's just weed. So hopefully, again, even like like we said, this ending the stigma starts with like maybe kids will be like, ah, gross. Yeah. That, gross oh you smoke that's gross you know like like you i grew up despising funny. my parents because they smoked cigarettes yep. not completely despising, but it was no, so gross sure. yep. i stunk they stunk everything was disgusting so to me i've never smoked in my life yeah. so there is a there is that side of yep. it too no it's for sure like, it's and it's funny too like that you don't have sugar in your house i, mm-hmm. I honestly 100 percent believe sugar is worse for you than cannabis will ever be Oh, yeah. 100%. It, it kills more people. Well, everything kills more people in cannabis on an annual rate, <laughs> but uh, like it but, kills more people than like like a lot of legal yep. things. That's sure. a huge stigma around marijuana. When you start talking and some there, there's still a lot of people out there <clears throat> who consider marijuana. I hate calling it a drug. Yeah. Cuz it's such a weird See, and I concept. Even have people still come into the shop asking for a dispensary and they that's what they'll say. Do you guys have what you don't sell drugs? And I'm like, no, we don't sell drugs. Like, it's, it's like such nobody sells term. drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the drugstore sells drugs. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. the cannabis like is a plant. It yeah. comes from the. It's not manufactured in a faci- Well, it is, but you know what I mean. It's not. It's not powders pressed together in yeah. a facility that are all chemicals of across. It, it's so fucked well, up that people pe- put those two together. Mm-hmm. And people have this hard time to get over over it the people who think that it's still a drug yep. when you talk do you know people died for the right to take 15 minute drug breaks at work and they're like the fuck are you talking about and like unions fought for the right to have coffee breaks yeah caffeine is a drug 100%. and they're like no it's a, it's a coffee and you're like well hold the fuck on you can be addicted to yeah. caffeine full-blown stimulant addicted yeah. to caffeine yeah. people fought and literally died in union strikes and fights and all across the world for coffee breaks. But people, that's a huge stigma. And and they're like, so you think you should be able to smoke a joint at work? I'm like, no, but it's realized that smoking a joint now that it's legal is on a similar level. Yeah. I I can, I kind of compare it to beer. Like, 
It's a better one, but it's still. It's it's not like. Well, even beer, it's it's different because there's like at lunch, I'll go to the to the restaurant with my boss and yep. we'll have a beer together yep. and lunch and everything yep. else, and that's fine. N- in no way will we ever go smoke a joint together. Yep. But how but, sweet would that be yeah. if you could take clients and say, "Hey, we're going for a smoke at lunch." But what like, about micro? Yeah. What about like let's add uh, so a, a smoke at lunch will impair you for up to three hours and yeah, not in fair the, enough one beer at lunch won't impair you yeah. for three hours well it might me not being a drinker but <laughs> no and that and, and there is exactly you got to know your limits right yeah, for know sure. your limits exactly. stay within it like thing. if you can't have a beer yeah. don't go have a beer at yeah. lunch i can go have a beer at lunch yeah i could not go smoke a joint yeah. at lunch. see where i'm the opposite i could very well smoke and, a and there's a thousand people a, a, yeah just like that who it's it blows my mind even like so here's where I get kind of controversial about it, um, about the whole marijuana thing is like, like stone driving. I personally can't do it. I just know that I'm like on, like, I would never want to drive down Deerfoot stoned. Yeah. A hundred percent. And see, I think there's a little bit of a difference between being medicated and being stoned. Stoned out of your mind. Yes. But the other side of this, and this is kind of where I get controversial about it, is like there are people who can drive stoned. Yeah. There are that that's driving drunk and driving stoned are not the same thing. They cannot be classed in the same area of things because being drunk and being high are completely different. Yeah. And that's kind of where it gets a little dicey because people go, oh, it's, it's impaired, it's impaired. I personally don't do it because I know I'm not very good at it. Yeah. Although I know people who I don't care. I would jump in a car with them hands sure. down after yeah. smoking a yeah. joint with them and we will go somewhere. Yeah. There's, it's a weird it's – a, it's a 22. It and, the, and a lot of the legal community is like, shut up. That's not what we want. Yeah. But you also got to be real about totally. what's going on. Yeah. And like it's like drinking a coffee or it's like eating a brick of sugar and then getting behind the wheel. You know, it's the yeah. same kind of. If you drink if you a pot to, of coffee, if you were to down four fucking Red Bulls as a trucker and then take your giant truck pissing down that road and pop a caffeine pill because oh, you know man. you're going to drive all night, <laughs> that motherfucker is dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing about it too, right? Like I've been driving around you're all angry and whatever late for work and you're just ripping cutting people off honking at him whatever and then you see the guy who's stoned doing 80 in the <laughs> in the slow lane and he doesn't have a care in the world and he's just letting people pass him yeah go ahead man. As long as he's in the slow right? lane though yeah. don't be in the fast lane no, doing yeah, 80 <laughs> sure. yeah. and then you see a guy who's got some beers in him and he's like oh should we hit this tow truck as a jump butt oh, yeah. Yeah. and that's so GTA. fun yeah. <laughs> you never think that you're a race car driver when you're stoned straight yeah, it's the <laughs> opposite. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just well, walk today. Yeah. When yeah. you're drunk, though, you, you definitely think you're a race car yeah. driver. And, like, drunk driving is the stupidest thing yeah. you can do. I would never advocate it at yeah. all. And, like, but, like, I don't advocate stone driving See, at all. See, I think impaired driving, whatever it is. Exactly. Sleep deprivation or uh, whatever. Impaired is the perfect yeah. word for it because yep. you can be stoned and not impaired. Or you can be – you can smoke weed and not be exactly. impaired. You can drink coffee and not be exactly. impaired, but you can do both and be impaired. See, I think that's how it should be handled. It should, like, yeah, would you take a Tylenol and drive? For sure. Would you eat nine and drive? No. I won't take a Tylenol right? three and drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For that's sure. that's hardcore. That's a drug that, that is designed to, like... Yeah, pull you down totally like your I brain said, doesn't have tylenol 3 receptors yeah me too i'm excited for me five too. years from now because it's going to be we're going to see a big evolution in the industry in the culture in the kids coming up with it in the stigmas around it it's going to evolve because there's people are coming out of the woodworks 
I I've lived in my house now for I think ten years. This house? Yeah. Yep. And within the last year and a half, maybe two years, I have met more neighbors thanks to thanks to cannabis yeah. because everyone's like, Oh, I, I smoke too and you're like it does. It brings people together. We've been totally. here for so long. Yeah. Why have we smoked? A Jim's ch- a stoner. Yeah. What? Yeah, like, okay, so we, we're on the same wavelength That is here. the stigma like, behind it yeah. is that some people want to hide it to the, the very yeah. end. Now, speaking on that point, in your store in the last five years, what are some of the big, like, the biggest oxymoron, and I don't use moron in, in any root mm-hmm. term, but of a customer that you've seen, like the biggest shock for you, where you're like, you smoke? Yeah, honestly, Father Jim, we see like so many teachers, teachers, so uh, many teachers. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'd yeah. say that's the one that I was kind of like, Jesus. I guess all my teachers were smoking in high school. When it I was, totally blows yeah. your mind, yeah. right? It makes you think back at your teachers, like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know that one smoked. Yeah, no wonder she was always late for third period. <laughs> I knew my art teacher always. Yeah, I could sure. tell my, and not just because it was art class, because there was an art teacher I almost certain didn't. But one art teacher for sure. Not only because some days you could smell it on him, but he'd start telling the shittiest (laughs) jokes and laughing at his own things. You're like, oh man, he's high today. (laughs) But yeah, what are what are some of the customers that you've seen where, or or even customers where you've had to teach? Um, Honestly, it's all over the place. Anywhere from a fresh 18 to a guy who's 85 and never smoked cannabis before. Yeah, it's it's all in between in it. I'd say that the coolest thing is helping these people get the right information the first time. And I'm I'm basically handing them the pipe or the bong that they're going to smoke cannabis for the first time ever. That's, that's a really cool experience. I think. It is. That's, it, a, that's it is. a really cool yeah. honor because that's why I invited you to come here. Because yeah. I've I've talked to you for a handful of years and you've always been so knowledgeable and passionate about the stuff that you're handing to these people. Yep. And it makes me happy to hear that, that that's your outlook because I never thought of that before. Yep. I cherish the times that I have either taught somebody how to smoke weed, uh, the first time that they, that they got high, yep. any of those, I cherish those moments in my, in, in my life because sure. it's a special moment it you is. share with that. It and, truly is. And you get to experience that every day. That's so every cool. Day. I have like, we are one of the bigger shops in Calgary. We yes. are. I have gotten, hundreds of thousands of people their smoking devices to get medicated on a daily basis every time they pick up that pipe i helped them pick that pipe or sold them that pipe or you know what i mean what seems to be the like the biggest first smoking tool is it a bong a pipe uh, uh, generally most people will smoke a joint for the first time i think um i think that the best first time to smoke cannabis the device to use is a volcano I really like that. I like that it's a clean high. There's no um, there's no carbon or anything burnt off. It's completely being vaporized. And the fact that you can take the tiniest little hit out of this big volcano bag. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know, volcano is a vaporizer that fills up a bag like an air balloon. And then it has a little mouthpiece on it and you just sip on it. As and you, you can set your temperatures yeah, exactly. to burn differently. And to start, it's probably better to start a little lower, you know, ease them into it. It's something foreign to your lungs, right? It's yeah. going to be a little different, but... Or you can, you know what I mean? Or you can take the entire bag and a couple hits. You yeah. can really dose yourself, whereas sometimes a bong hit or a pipe hit, you don't know how much you're getting. And then you're just having a bad experience for your first time because you 
had way too much. Be like drinking for the first time and someone just slams a bottle down your throat and good luck, bud. (laughs) Fair enough. Jesse, we're just talking about how the uh, Connor gets to experience being the guy who hands out the device that they are going to smoke weed with for the first time. That's a big moment in a lot of people's lives. And how I was saying I cherish the moments where I've had to experience a first with somebody else. So he's he's saying volcanoes are a good good go-to. That's the first time I've ever tasted cannabis. For sure. Where I was like, oh, this, what is this? And you can like really taste the difference in the strains. I'm a huge uh, supporter of vaporization. I think that if you look at cannabis as a whole plant, is it medicinal? 100%. Is it medicinal to inhale something into your lungs? Like, you may as well go down to the park, crumple up some leaves and smoke it. It's the same thing. Yeah. That, that's yeah. not beneficial to you. Where <laughs> vaporization, you totally eliminate that. Super cool. I wish, because, like, I go in kicks. Like, I'll bust out the vaporizer. It'll be out for a couple months. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, it just fucking takes so long to warm <laughs> up. You know, it's such a weird. It is, Totally. There needs to be techno- instant vape hits. And I know there are vape pens that it, you can get a pretty instant hit off, but you need a herb vape pen yeah. or device that's an instant hit every time the, the first one, time. The one that I have, I've currently lost the charger for, but it's... Uh, hey, I come got, see me. <laughs> I, I, I bought it from your store. Yeah. It might have... No, it was from... I can't remember her name, but you have another incredibly helpful lady probably that Probably Casey. Worked. That's it the was, owner's wife. Yeah, yeah, it was probably Casey yeah. then. Um she got me the, it's a nice black pen with the clear. I got it upstairs. I just wanted the char- charger. Cool. Love that thing. My only complaint is that I wish the bowl was a bit bigger. Yeah, and that's, sometimes with those little pens, you either get this beefy yeah. you know, thing you're holding <laughs> in your hand, like an old school Sharpie, or you got this tiny little pen that it's kind of in between sometimes. there Honestly, there's there's more and more products coming out now too with legalizations at school. And some of these lower end products that were just kind of in it for the, okay, what's the cheapest vape we can make for 20 bucks and sell it for a hundred sweet. They're kind of getting phased out as people more educate themselves on pinnacle the, step your game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a pinnacle. I had a really sweet pinnacle vape pen or herb vape pen for a while, but it was like, it's so it's out of California where I got it, and then so it broke. And they're like, "We'll send it back." I was like, "Are you sure you want me to mail this back to you after I've been using it for like a month?" They're like, "Oh, it's fine." I was like, "I'm in Canada. Yeah. This is going across. Are you sure?" They're like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." So I did send it back. I got it back. I got it fixed. Good on for that. But it's exactly what you're saying. It's it's a twenty dollar device yeah. sold for a hundred and twenty dollars sure. and broken in I've three made, months, right? I've made many a mistake in, in a smoking device yeah, in the past. And most of those mistakes were not if you're in it for the long game, quality. it's worth buying a quality device. Whatever your thing is, whether 100%. it's a bong, a pipe, yep. a vape. Now, speaking on quality, you guys hold some of the some of the highest quality I have seen one of the first pieces that blew my mind walking into your shop, I literally thought you guys just had a super soaker on display. See, and that's one of my favorite shops in the, or my favorite pieces in the entire shop. It and truly is. It's so cool. And it, if you ever had a super soaker 50 as a kid, it's it, exactly the same. It's, it's, so it's, scale, it's like it's, scaled, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Now, how many of those do come and go out of the shop on, on a regular? Because uh, you guys, I've, every time I'm in there, something's, something's new. Yeah, so I will say it's definitely waves. Do you know what I mean? I've had people buy uh, – I've had three people come in and buy $1,000 pieces in one day or whatever. It's kind um, of a crazy day, There's right? weeks, like a- there's months where a $1,000 piece doesn't sell. Um, with that being said, I have personally sold millions 
of glass and glass accessories and papers and whatever. And it's cool to see, well, this guy smokes every day and that's his life. And all he does is sit around and blow glass and smoke out of these pieces and try to make something better and better and better and better. Whereas I have people who are like, this is the most beautiful sculpture I've ever seen. I don't, I'm not even going to smoke this and I'm going to spend $3,000. Just going to sit on the the shelf. It's strictly art at that point. Yeah. I saw one that was a tree one time. Who beautiful some celebrity tree. collects? It might have been in Edmonton. It was in Edmonton. It was in the Two Smoking Brothers or whatever that shop's called in it, West yeah, End. Yeah, they had this tree there. I remember. I know exactly the one you're talking Ooh. about. Very it was cool like a piece. bonsai tree. Yep, and exactly. Like, can Can you smoke out of this? And he's like, "It's fully functional." I'm yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here!" It's insane. Honestly, if you follow, I I follow the glass industry pretty close. Yeah, I was gonna say. I have personally smoked. $50,000 bongs. Ah. I've personally sold and owned $6,000, $7,000 bongs with friends and stuff like this. Now, is there like... Who's the dude collecting $100,000 bongs? There's, it's, there's so many. Oh, I know Dan people... Dan Lazarian just had this yeah. insane... He went, I think he bought $250,000 yep, worth right. of glass. For four... They're called Weapons of Peace. And so... <laughs> Ra- awesome. uh, Rob, Look these up. Yeah, Rob Mickelson, I think his name is. Okay. He goes by Ram on, on Instagram. Ram Mickelson, I think, is his... Um, Robert Mickelson, that's Robert. his name, Robert Mickelson. And he was a professional glass blower that didn't make functional pieces. He just did it for the art aspect. Seeing the value can sometimes quadruple when you push a bowl in it and someone can now connect with this piece. And he has been one of the most influential glass blowers in the world, honestly. His stuff is just ridiculous. He's now created pieces where you're so kind of. I I, yeah. I just just Google um, uh, weapons of peace bongs and everything that comes up is just so beautiful. And some of them will be collabs. It won't just be um, Mickelson. It'll be three, four, five of these guys coming together, spending hundreds and hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars to make these pieces. Crazy, crazy yeah. dude. American made glass is completely different from Chinese made glass. So if you're buying a $30 bong at your convenience store or even a cheaper bong in some of my stores, they are a Chinese glass. It's it's different. It's completely different. Well, it's like when you're buying a knife made in the U.S. versus a knife made in China. Exactly. There, there are – still there, yeah. there's, there's shortcuts that are taken yeah. so you can buy a $30 bong that yeah. looks like a $100 bong, yeah. right? And this glass is expensive. Some of the glass in, in Canadian dollars is $200, $300 for a pound of it, one pound. And it comes in rods and like some of these pieces weigh – five ten pounds right you're looking at a thousand dollars just in raw materials let alone oxygen and time and shop lights and rent and tools yeah. and all these it's things it's understandable right? that the, it, it, it's, it's not really like they're is. taking shit glass yeah, making no. a shit product and selling it yeah. for a hundred grand it's, yeah. it's 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 like a crazy amount of like quality and work that goes into this, this guy's kind of been stuff. blowing glass for 45 years did 40 he do years his megatron as well uh no that's banjo glass yeah banjo and he he's a, a insane if you google banjo glass like you'll go to banjo megatron jesse it's it has a torch built into the shoulder yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, it's fucking dope. crazy and if you go to dan's uh instagram he has that now yeah wow he's got just hot chicks smoking I believe out at of one it point in his the, bathroom yeah. you're that like one? get the fuck out of here yeah the, uh, that's the decepticon one there actually is uh yeah that's megatron there, there's a couple of the other ones the fact that it has a torch, though, yeah, is it's, so it's stupid. <laughs> and it's glass. It's not Lego. It's yeah. not plastic. That's a glass piece with a torch built into it. Yeah. Oh, and so the cool. other one, he had the dinosaur head, too, the T-Rex yeah. head. And that's oh by, done by Elbow Glass. He's, that's just... That's oh, his kind of... He's got a bumblebee. Yeah. So, 
while how do you make these connections in this industry because you guys have you guys carry a lot of canadian glass don't you yeah for sure and uh, and a lot of the artists are either local yep right yeah how do you guys make these connections uh instagram's huge honestly a lot of people post their stuff on instagram we see it we message them hey i like your work how can we work together and it starts Dude, isn't that. that the kind of the thing of it? That's kind of how we land a lot of guests too. Is yeah. just you reach out yeah. and you hope for the best. Exactly. You miss every shot you don't take. Exactly. Yeah, Michael Jordan, right? Uh, no, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. <laughs> We've talked about that. <laughs> I should know that. <laughs> but yeah, it's there is there is insane glass blowers in Calgary. There's ins- really oh yeah for sure. There's like Barracuda Glass. It's one of the guys who's been doing it for a long time. He's now making plasma bongs. So it's like Whoa. those old school plasma lights you used to touch, but it's a bong now. What? Very smart dude. Very Whoa. smart dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe sir, maybe we'll get his number you uh, from you after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be that. a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's so cool, man. And it's it's interesting to see all these different people. And it's like art, anything. Everybody has a different aspect on how they want to portray themselves and the pieces that they're making. So no two pieces are ever the same. It's so cool. You're buying a one-of-one one piece every time. Even if this guy makes crystal skull bongs, Every single one is different. They're never going to be never. exactly it's, the same. It's so cool. There's something really cool about having a one of, yeah. no matter what it is. 100%. It doesn't matter. A one of beer can is still a one of beer can. You know, like it, it's so crazy. Yeah. But that also speaks to like human nature and like the whole co- hoard. Is it hoarding? Like, is it a collective? Like, yeah, it's a collective. It, it, like, it's, it's like what, like everybody wants things. Totally. To be like, hey, look what I got. It's an expression of yourself. When I walk into your guys' basement and I see all these things, it's an expression of yourself and how you portray yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Super cool. And to me, like, a lot of my friends collect art, like, on the wall paintings and stuff like Mm. that. And I have paintings that me and my girlfriend have done on my walls. No one else. That's that's Cody's wife right here. She did this Einstein. I actually did this one in the sun. It's cool. Like, it's so cool. Like, I much rather put our own shit or somebody yep. we know shit on the wall yep. versus spending like $10,000 for a Godard olive painting, which would mm-hmm. be yeah. so dope. Not, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, that'd be so dope. Yeah. But like, and it's whatever you like, right? Like I personally like the fact that I can smoke out of my art and connect with it. That's you know great. I mean? so I'm not, yeah. I'm not cuddling my painting at the end of the day being like, wow, this is amazing. Whereas, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so cool to smoke out of a piece of art that in your hand. Yes. You know, how hard are those, intricate pieces to clean i can't even begin to 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 clean to clean Uh, it depends generally do you have a special way to clean because i've been cleaning my glass for years and i've broken more of i've had to change inside glass bowls i've changed the glass that i've bought for the easiness of cleaning yeah and see i i'm a little bit like that if i look at a bong and it's just got and i think smoking cannabis or cannabis extracts out of your bong makes a huge difference. I have pieces that I smoke every single day and it comes clean with a bit of shake of an ISO and some salt. Mm-hmm. But what I smoke weed out of that piece, not a chance. It's just so much harder to clean out. It truly is. Especially these little crevices and stuff like that. If a piece of weed gets stuck in there, it's how are you getting that out? And you need There's like little a magnets. Special, oh, magnets. So you can drop in like a f- tiny little magnet and it'll have a little like scrubby pad on it. And yeah, yeah, exactly. You pull it through your bong and kind of scrub the pieces the you could. Yeah. I've definitely lost magnets inside my bong before and not been able to get them out. And <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. That'd be the ultimate. Could you imagine some guy just sitting there super stoned trying to get. 
It's like those pens with the little ball in it. <laughs> yeah, you got trying it. Trying to get Complexes. it to the very end. He's sitting there for like four hours late for fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> trying to scrub his blog. Drops it right at the end. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of ISO, ISO and salt. I ISO like that. And salt. Randy's Black Label Cleaner is another good one. Purple Power. There's I just ordered that orange uh, yep, agent stuff. It's I like, like it better for cannabis yeah. than cannabis extracts. Actually, yeah. that's cool because I bought it to clean my yeah, the perfect. pipe, like yeah. not not yeah. the extracts. Because yeah, it's I just I'm not a huge fan of the salt in there yeah. or whatever it is because it's like it's annoying to try to get in and out. No, of everything, for sure, especially you know, if you got little perks and stuff too. Yeah. Although it's super hard to find 99% isopropanol in Canada right now. I got it. Uh, it's okay, perfect. Yeah. Cause that's, it's weird. It, I think it's behind, like, someone caught on that uh, amateurs were making oil 100%. with it at home. Yeah. And now it's behind the counter, just yeah. like uh, pure gravel yeah. is now behind the counter in Canada because people, like, apparently, allegedly, and I'm not advising it, if you eat a bunch of gravel, it kind of, Gets you yeah. real fucked up. Like any, any, really? <laughs> Apparently. Huh. That's why you can't, you have to ask the pharmacist for it. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid way back on a lacrosse tournament, we were riding a bus and I used to get really, really sick riding on buses. So I took a whole bunch. I, t- I think I was, I was in my like, er, like late teens, like 14, 15. I took, I think. Those like are your mid teens, bud. Two, <laughs> I took like two gravel and then we went to the candy store and picked up a whole bunch of fucking candy. So I eat all this like big bag of candy, but it was like gravel that made you sleepy. So I, my head was sleepy, but my body was like <laughs> fucking all twitched out on sugar. So I'm like, oh, upper downers like, all around. Yeah, oh fuck, it was just. So weird. Cody's ready to go. Look at him. <laughs> but he's sleeping. His legs are fucking. Oh, it was Look at like, him dream. He's <laughs> like that running dog that hits the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. So I. I had a couple questions that some newbie, new to the industry, new to smokers might have. You know, and just bounce off you, and yeah. we'll kind of like kind of go from there. Because well, I, I like that. I feel like we've established kind of a good uh, groundwork that you know. So this is now for the new smoker yeah. who we're not wants a bunch of people like a, blowing smoke. We know what we're talking about. Yep. I feel like we've kind of and even then, like a lot of people, like I have guys who've been coming in. I was like, man, I've been smoking weed since the '60s, but I have no idea what you're talking about. What's a vaporizer? And what, actually, what's an extract? Like, what do you mean? And dude, I'm like, well, you know, like old school oils, this and that, and blah blah blah, and. It, it's crazy to think how many people don't know, and it's crazy how many to think how many people do know and are educated about it. It's, it's there's a huge number of both of those. It's cool to picture the idea that there's some dude out there who's only just smoked weed his yep. whole life, yep. and that has been fine never for smoked, him. Yep. Never done anything else. Never yep. had hash. Never had oil. Yep. Never had extracts. And then he gets into the game. Like, what the oh, fuck? Shit, <laughs> He's like, "There's other things you can do." Yeah. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> Yeah, bud. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. telling someone that, hey, man, like you know, you don't have to walk to the grocery store, right? <laughs> you know, there's you the can car. drive there, right? Like it's it's everywhere. Yeah. You, you haven't drive? seen these things before. Hey, They're no. on the road, driving around all the time. You take a bus too. <laughs> what? There's bus? and this thing called Uber. Oh, but you're getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. You can. There's a there's an app. <laughs> it's so crazy to think though, but it's so wholesome to know that. See, like, I, I think that's one of the things that's also confusing. Is like, what is legal? What isn't? Can I just call up Joe from down the street now and buy weed off him? Is that fine? Can now, I- hold on though. With saying that, is is it because it's no longer it's no longer you're you're selling an illegal drug. It's your 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 tax evasion now. So it is it's essentially both. what it it's is. Honestly, right? you were better off selling someone a bag of weed two years ago than you are now. 
Yeah. Yeah. There was some guy, supposed, don't quote me on this, I believe it was Ontario as well, and he got 10 months for 80 grams in a scale. Whoa. Yeah. And, whether and that's while it's legal. Individ- yeah, while it's legal. Whether these were bagged out or not, I'm not sure. But they're, they're, I think they're trying to make examples of these people to show like, hey, we're allowing you to do this. Don't step on our toes because we will make an example of you and you will pay the consequences. Oh, it's in a- one sense, I kind of agree, but in the other, it's yep. – no, like, I see what you're going for. As a consumer, for, but- as, as, a, as an individual who has to pay money for these things, yeah. um, why would I pay triple at the store? Yep. See, you know? to me, it's like it can go anything from this guy also sells pills and this and this and this. And, he's and that's where it gets really weed. fucked up, right? Or it can go the other complete um, spectrum where it's this guy has two customers, his aunt Sue and his grandma, and he buys a QP every month and drives to their house and scales out a half ounce for them yeah. because they can't drive to the dispensaries. They don't know what they're looking for. And now this dude's doing 10 months in jail for trying to help his grandma cure her arthritis. And yeah. that's and that's 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 really fucked up. And that's kind of the thing in a street pharmacist. Like you don't want a guy who sells everything else and marijuana. Yeah. You want a guy who specializes in marijuana. 100%. And actually, this kind of leads to like if you don't want like it's legal here, and if you don't want to pay retail prices, don't just go to the corner and look for the sketchiest dude you can find. You know, it's like if you want to buy off a, a street pharmacist, you make sure you're. Go through a friend. Ask your friends. Who knows it's a friend? Yeah. I, don't just go look for one on fucking Reddit. You know, yeah. just ask a friend who you're like, ah, oh, that guy smokes weed. As a guy who They'll used to travel around from town to town and and look for people, it's very simple. Go to the pub and find a guy with a flat brim hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. Pick the friendliest looking guy with a flat brimmed hat or squinty eyes. No, but chances are, are that guy like, that guy probably sells coke too. <laughs> Like, That's if it's a, a metal militia hat. <laughs> What's the any, anyways, getting back to <laughs> instead of smearing the militia as a bunch of yeah, cokeheads. If, if he's got a pineapple hat, he sells weed. If yeah. he's wearing metal militia, cokehead. How yeah. did that come about? The pineapple becoming the symbol of. I don't know. It's just it's see, always, I've loved pineapples since I was a kid. You asked the five year old me what the coolest plant was. It was pineapples. It's, it's yeah. a cool looking thing. Love them. It's a cool looking thing. I didn't know they just grew on the ground. Yeah, it's weird. I've tried to grow. A it couple is weird. I watched Blue Hawaii as a kid, and I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking serious? You watch Blue Hawaii? I haven't. No, it's an Elvis movie. Okay. Goes to uh, go, goes to Shout a, out to Elvis. He, he goes to a pineapple farm in it. He's the king. The king. Fucking weird. Still alive, hanging out with Tupac. All right, all right, all right, all right. Ask Here your questions, go. your noob questions. Noob questions. Number one, what should new users be looking for when buying for the first time? Buying what? Sorry. Just cannabis in general? Beer. What should new beer, what should new <laughs> cannabis use? He works at a glass store. I know, but. For, in the cannabis aspect yeah, of cannabis. it, I, I think something with a low THC. Yeah. And a higher CBD, like something that would be. 10%, 3% CBD. I think that's a great start. And also smoking with somebody who has smoked before and who knows. Like, don't don't smoke some... Don't go buy weed with your friend who's never smoked weed before. And then you and guys get... Hit and, hey, man, my heart's pounding really fast. Oh, you're having a heart attack. Holy fuck, we got to go to the doctor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think it's good to smoke with a trained veteran who knows the ins and outs of cannabis. I think that's important as well. Have a weed mentor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Do you have a, how would you break down if someone wanted to ask somebody, do you have a, do you have a way that you'd go about that? I think a, find somebody who, you know, you think smokes cannabis and just approach them 
how they would want to, how you would want to be approached. If you're uh, a heavy drinker or you like to drink a lot and your friend doesn't imagine how someone would ask you, Hey man, like I, I know you drink beers. That's cool. I, you like, know, what's a lot your favorite craft? Yeah, I want to kind of like... start slow and I want to go into it. It's not something I'm looking to just get ripped right off the bat. I want to just don't give me a dab hoot right yeah, away. No, exactly. And... <laughs> and see, I think that's one thing too. When you're, 16 and you approach your other 16 year old buddy who smokes weed all day hey man can i have a hoot and he just rocks your socks off with a dab because he thinks it's funny that can ruin cannabis for you definitely very well very quickly yeah well and that speaks to the edibles thing too edibles can ruin cannabis for people like i know a guy who ate a 10 milligram chocolate so not crazy the other day very low i could eat 20 of those and not feel it yeah and he was he was incapacitated. He couldn't move his arms and his legs and his, he just, it didn't sit well with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas other people who would never smoke before could eat a 10 milligram candy and feel amazing. And mm-hmm. almost a micro dose yeah, to some people. For sure. Whereas like, it's a fucking huge dose yep. for somebody else. And everyone's different. I think that's one people, one thing people need to understand is that just because your body smoked half a joint and feels great may not make it for you. And yeah. every strain is different. The difference between weed is not, the weed or the strain it's the terpenes and it's how those and terpenes are an organganic compound that make up the smell and taste of really any living plant this is something new that i'm learning about since i've been a medical patient and what a massive difference in my smoking i'd say jesse for anyone new who's gonna who's gonna get into the cannabis industry go do some research on your terpenes hundred percent and even as a as a leafly.com has yes, a lot yes, of good great. information as a as a as a i've smoked regularly since roughly 25 and since learning about terpenes i can smoke a low thc yeah. and get just as high For sure. as smoking a high thc yep. content it depends how they work synergistically so the thc with the cbd with the cbn with the cbg they work synergistically with those terpenes to carry to different places and to help different aspects of your high or your body. So, so for example, like limonene, I don't know if I'm saying these all right, but lime. limonene, limonene yeah. is, it, it's in uh, oranges and it naturally occurs in grapefruits and whatever, but it will arguably make you higher, more euphoric. Right. They, they say, you know, or eat a mango. Yeah. With... 100%. And that's because it's heavy in linalool uh-huh. or in um, limonene. Whereas linalool, linalool, where would be in lavender and stuff like that, has that calming, chilling aspect. Whereas caryophylline, caryophylline, I think that's how you say it, is in like black pepper and stuff like that. And it can actually have the effects of calming you down. Whereas if you're really high, and I've tried this, it works. Take a handful of ground pepper and just kind of smell it and put it underneath your nose. Like a sniffing salt 100%. Thing. And it will. It kind of calms you down. Whereas you eat a full mango while you're already stoned. It, it is. It's more euphoric. It's 100%. Adds to it. You know? yep. I've, had, I've had like uh, like a mango juice. Yeah. And whew, Yeah. And there's also medicinal properties to those too. You can get the effects of linalool just from smelling it. You don't need to inhale it. Whereas you can also have myrcene, which will release natural opiates into your body. So for somebody who has back pain or whatever, that's you want to be looking for these strains with myrcene in them if you're looking to if you aid with so, that. Right. As yeah, soon, uh, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as I learned about terp- terpenes, yeah. you, you do your research and, and ingest your cannabis – according to what you want mm-hmm. to accomplish and so much information i talk to people at work sometimes and they just look at me like i'm a scientist and i know one percent of w- the knowledge that's out there do you know what i mean which it, it kind of speaks to the community too though yep. it's like 
people have just had to take these roles because there's not a set mm-hmm. line of like, For sure. oh, we have these cannabis experts in Canada. It's like, no, it's people who have taken the time to look into it. Yep. Even from your point of view, you know, to sell a better product or whatever, to better yourself or yep. whatever it is. It's just, yeah, it's, it's so weird where the experts come from is because it's not your traditional like oh this guy went to weed school yeah you know he, he graduated <laughs> with a weed degree and now he's a weed expert it's like no it doesn't work like that that's not it's gpa's how... 420 exactly yeah. <laughs> oh man but it's my cool. weed school is gonna go to 420 <laughs> it's cool though right like i know guys who are risking their life and their safety just to educate people and to provide them with a product that they need because the government isn't providing that. I don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but in Canada, cannabis is legal. Edibles are not. No. And concentrates are not. No. And if they're made with a hydrocarbon. And for someone who doesn't know what a hydrocarbon is, it's like what's in fuels generally. Isobutane, hexane, propane, whatever you want. You're making your, making it with, uh, edible, or yeah. your concentrates out of. That's yeah. illegal. But if you're making hash with water or you're making rosin or rosin with heat, Extraction. The heat press, yeah, right? and yeah. you can find all this on YouTube and how to do it. Uh, Costco in the state sells a, a, a rosin press. Wow, <laughs> what a world! I'm pretty sure Walmart sells volcanoes now. Why wouldn't like, they? I, and it better not cost fucking seven hundred bucks. That's yeah, for sure. I hope it like, does, so then they'll come to me. And buy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, they probably would charge like, <laughs> an arm and a leg because they're like stupid stoners. They'll buy anything. Not true. No, we're pretty researched. Yeah, that's the thing about that's the weird thing about like like cannabis users and stuff. It's they've been labeled a certain way for so long as a propaganda kind of like yeah. these fucking stupid idiots, blah blah yeah. blah, lazy. But any anyone you talk to is the exact opposite yeah. of everything you've seen yeah. of a stoner. Well, put it to you this way: the person who's a lazy stoner was a lazy person exactly. before they smoked weed. The productive exactly. person who smokes weed is probably just as productive, or yeah. Wants to slow the fuck down for a second. Yeah, 100%. Right? But they're still the same person. And I had I had an experience that was probably my most favorite cannabis experience was the first time I got a gentleman high. And he was... Uh, R-H? Yeah, he, yeah. He's our age. He had no, never... R-H. Oh, what's R-H? His initials. No. No. Oh. No, it was a. It was a. <laughs> we'll tell you off camera or off mic. <laughs> it was a. It was a former. It was a former neighbor, a Mormon gentleman. Never smoked anything in his life, so I had to legitimately teach him how to inhale. Yeah, no, for sure. Inhale smoke. Once we got stoned, he looked at me and he's like, "Cody, I'm, I'm having the exact same thoughts as I was before, but I'm just kind of looking at it from a different perspective." I love that you said that. And I was like, the the. The underlying beauty in that statement shook me because he obviously had this stigma in his mind that smoking marijuana was going to completely alter his perception. Not be the same person anymore. Yeah, Yeah. of of either himself, of what was going on around him, or just... You think it's meth? Like, like, seriously. he, He honestly had this obvious, you know, thought in his head. And to hear him say that, I'm like, oh, wow. So cool. It's, it was it yeah. was really cool to experience that with him, and it's super rare as like a long time uh, u- like user of cannabis to find someone who hasn't yeah. and experience like so. It's kind of a weird thing. Someone who's never smoked, like, oh oh, you experienced the first time. It doesn't mean anything, but it kind of means a lot to the community. Where if you've never smoked before, you want to be in trusting hands. You want to be people who are not going to like yeah. exactly what you said. When you're 16 year old and you get your buddy stoned you're yeah. not being there to be a nice guy no. we used to put a you pretend box on the floor we used to put it we used to put a pretend box on people's heads and then um 
stop talking but still move your mouth. Yeah. Like they can't hear anything. 100%. That is so mean yeah. to do. It's someone who's like, first of all, like they're like, <laughs> they're doing something they've never done before. It's making them feel different. Yeah. It's not making them feel like a different person, but it's making them feel different. Yeah. And then you pretend <laughs> to put already a, trying a, to comprehend yes. this. And then you're fucking, yeah. and then you're fucking with them. Like, that's not what you want. No. <laughs> you don't want to do that to people. And, you know, that takes growing up to realize that yeah. that's not. Do you remember back in the day when you'd go to a party and you'd smoke a joint at a house party and someone obviously didn't smoke weed and they'd be like shaking their yeah. hands and yeah. you're like, is this weirding you out? And you're like, yeah, because you're being fucking weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just annoying, man. Well, Fuck up. And, <laughs> and that's exactly it. It's like. The people who've never done it, they think it's an alternate reality yeah. where it's like, no, it's like, like being drunk is way more influential than being stoned. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been a lot more fucked up on alcohol than I have ever been on weed. I've never pissed myself being stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or forgot what I did for the last three days. Yeah. 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 Alcohol, Who on the other I? hand, <laughs> like, uh. and that's kind of the weird thing about yeah. it is that. Anyways, question two. <laughs> that was a long first question. <laughs> it's kind of how we roll around here. Uh, what are some common red flags when it comes to looking for quality for like a new user? Uh, buy it from someone you trust. Like, don't buy it from you know. I'll give it to the legal industry. You get a percentage. Yeah. You can definitely regulate yourself very yeah. nicely from the legal side yeah. of things. But if yeah. you're if you're buying off your street pharmacist, a little different. They're yeah. not you. They don't usually have and the uh, the list. Yeah, for sure. I think that for someone who is just starting out, if you don't really have anybody in your life that goes, "Oh, I'll ask him," then I feel like a dispensary is a good place to start Definitely. because a you're not buying 28 grams. It's going to last you a year and a half <laughs> yeah. if you're just an average smoker. Right. Yeah. You're you're paying 14 bucks at most for your gram sweet go home you know what it is you can you know that this is jack herrera if it says it where one of my favorite strands yeah, by the way <laughs> whereas you can, can now go home do some research on this strain okay it's kind of a it's an uplifted effect awesome it does this and this and this sweet then you kind of know what you're to expect right yeah very yeah. logical approach to yeah it. Whereas if your buddy tells you that you're having a sativa and you smoke it in the middle of the day for the first time and it's the heaviest indica you've ever had, you're going to be sleeping on the couch. Yeah, and then you'll be like, these fucking sativas, man. They just wear me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the first time I've heard that. But yeah, I'm never smoking green crack again. I was sleeping the whole time. People are like, what? Yeah. No, that's an indica. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's exactly it if you don't know. And that's kind of what we're, we're trying to get out here. If, yeah. Like if you don't know, don't dive into the, the shadier side of things. Yeah. Like. Canada is a perfect stepping stone of, yes, it might cost you $14, and don't get me wrong, it it won't cost you that after you've kind of familiarized yeah. yourself and got into the industry. And there's $8 grams, too. I'm just saying that. No, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's Canada kind of went a really weird direction right away in that yeah. it's too expensive right now. Yeah, it is. I, I love cannabis, but if I that was my only option. Okay, you're not allowed to grow. You're not allowed to this. Fourteen dollars a gram. I would I would cut down my yeah, consumption. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I love and breathe cannabis. And that is the thing also about cannabis is that people you don't get hooked like it's crack. No. If you need to stop, don't get me wrong. Some people it's they'll be like, this sucks. But it's not like they're in the corner, in like yeah. huddling up, Cold shaking. Shakes, yeah. and, you know, no. it's like yeah. It sucks, and then in a couple weeks, it'll be out of your system, yeah. and then in a couple more weeks, you'll 
it'll be normal. And then when you go back to smoking weed, you'll be like, like, this is crazy. I've been smoking for the last 10 years. Never took more than a three-day break, ever. And I just quit for three weeks. And it was was a cool experience. And one of the things someone someone asked me was like, what did you notice? What was the main difference you noticed from smoking Your every dreams? day for 10 years? My dreams. <laughs> they uh, came sure. back. Sure. Yes. It's insane, honestly. And as well as people are always said that, do you feel more motivated? Well, I'm a pretty motivated person. You're going to be place. motivated anyway. It didn't, it didn't um, mess with my motivation at all. But it did a little bit when I was really stoned. Like it's now different from when I was smoking every day for 10 years and I'd smoke a joint. I'd barely feel different. Right. When I took three weeks off and smoked a joint, I, I felt it a lot more. Yeah. But it's, it's economically good yeah. to take a break sometimes. No, you know? I, I think <sighs> it is. And that's kind of why I did it as well is because I, I hadn't for that long. I needed to, okay. Well, that's two, and you save 200 bucks by taking three yeah, weeks off, yeah, you know? Like it's. And it was extra beer money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the biggest thing was I'm teaching myself how to speak Spanish right now. Oh, and cool. It was a little harder to retain information and remember it while I was really high than while I was sober. That uh, was the main thing for me. Totally. Yeah. Um, lingo? Are you using lingo? Uh, Duolingo? Yeah. 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 Dude, that app Great is program. so it is. good. It truly I've been is. pissing it's, around with that for yeah. a while. And they send you these really passive aggressive reminders yep. like, get you to have, work, yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but it's in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this means. <laughs> like, exactly. Get yeah, back to work. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I didn't really notice any negative effects from smoking or from not smoking. It's, it's a personal preference. If you want to do it every day, then fine. Just know what that entitles on you because it's different from anyone else right exactly know what it does to you you know some people can drink a glass of wine a day every single day and it won't change their lives at all some people drink that one glass and all of a sudden they're four bottles in yeah it's it's how you it's how you handle the shit you put in your body essentially yep know your limits stay within it hell yeah (laughs) drive alive drive sober exactly (laughs) we're all about the cliche uh (laughs) slogans all right is there any way, is there any easy way for a new person to spot a quality bud or a not quality bud? It, it's, it's impossible. I, I feel like, honestly, there's certain signs, like when it, you know what I mean? If when it's it glowing. Like someone just ran over it with a car, yeah, it's probably not the best bud in the world. Or, or if it's like glowing crystals, it's yeah. probably okay. But even then, like, it's, it's hard to say. I, I've been making rosins out of a bunch of cannabis, and I've, in the last month squished a hundred different strains of cannabis probably oh, and cool. sometimes the ones that look like ditch weed just squeeze this oil and nectar out of them like you wouldn't believe and you can't squeeze something that's not there you're not just no yeah, it doesn't it just come of, out yeah, of nowhere it's in right? that plant so those the whatever it is thca and all the terpenes and all the active ingredients are coming out through heat extraction and sometimes i look at these buds and i'm like oh man this is going to be insane like Average you'd get off a quarter is, I'll say, a gram, gram and a half. And you know what? I was just about to say, so what's your ratio? Uh, but, yeah, about a gram and a half, I'll say, is the is the average you'd squish off a quarter. But that gram and a half is going to do a lot more than if you 100%, smoked. 100%. Can you smoke the leftover product? No. No? You could, but you wouldn't want to. No, you sell that to dumb teenagers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make edibles out of mine. So oh, yeah. I will collect a QP of... Uh, rosin chips they literally look like chips and <laughs> i'll put them into some coconut oil See, I, I generally idea. do mct oil which is always liquid mm-hmm. so that you can just eat it like that it's easy put it in your coffee whatever yeah that's a good idea and yeah it's obviously not if you took an ounce of some really good cannabis and you took an ounce of rosin chips it's going to be a fraction of how effective the bud is but you gotta 
add more in and but it's it's already it's somewhat already activated it's like using all of the buffalo yeah you know what i mean like it's it's that's a perfect alberta analogy it's like using all of the buffalo and for people who don't know like cannabis generally if you just ate a handful of raw cannabis it's not going to do anything to anything there's a carboxylic acid layer around each head or trichrome of the cannabis and until that's removed with a solvent or heat it's not really active so yeah, essentially to digest for people who don't know, kind of what's what do you got to do? Like, because you can take raw weed, put it on yep. essentially peanut butter, heat it up for a little bit. Yeah. You know. So I be- oh, don't quote me on this. I want to say it's like two hundred and thirty, two hundred and forty degrees, somewhere around there, where that um, definitely do your research. Don't just go deter- throw shit no, into the oven. <laughs> it starts to deteriorate, and after that acid layer is gone now it is an activated form of cannabis and it will get you high from eating it so you could take your nugs throw it in the oven at 240 uh fahrenheit there's even decarboxylation that's what it's called the process there's decarb uh like decarbing before you make a big batch is huge yeah it's crucial yeah yeah um it there's um like units out there that will do that for you to help people who don't know or who uh, whose oven won't go to <gasps> 200 degrees because yeah, yeah for, it's pretty it's a it's a pretty mild temperature it is, like. it is. And, and then it is it's activated now you could take that cannabis and just eat it eat the whole nug don't put anything else on it and it will get you stoned as opposed to when it's not activated because we used to do uh take a, a soda cracker peanut butter yep crumble fire, some fire, 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 fire crackers yeah, yeah. tin foil so they don't Hell burn yeah. throw them in the oven for what 40 20 20 40 like, minutes yeah 20 to 30 minutes and that will work it will and to argue with that as well i have definitely eaten a nug of weed and felt high before i don't know if it's your stomach acid that kind of eats away at that acid layer what it is it's not as effective but i have eaten the old boys always before. used to say to chew on the stems yeah you take after you bust your weed off you take the big long but is that just something the, the old boys told the young stem, people to be dumb and then you just <laughs> chew on the stem like you're chewing on blades of grass yeah like you just and i was all right sure it tastes Whatever. good it's like yeah not bad, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the best questions a new person can ask their bud tender? Oh, and bud tender for is like a bartender, but yeah. he gives you bud. To me, the strain, what strain is this? What terpenes are active in this? But if you then, again, if you don't know what that means, it's not going to help you. That's true. Yeah. It's, yeah, you should probably. But what strain is it? What What's the THC levels? What terpenes are active in this? Um and sometimes they're so educated. You're talking to the fucking Einstein of cannabis here, or you're talking to Buddy who just got knows a job absolutely there, yeah. nothing and has never smoked weed before. Yeah. I have been in dispensaries before and asked people, "How? What do you like? You like this? Like, oh, I don't smoke." What? And I'm like, "Oh, okay, sure. I'm sure there's bartenders who don't drink anymore, but it's just it's kind of weird to me when you're coming to a place. If, even if you don't smoke, know your product. Yeah, you right? should definitely know yeah. your product. I don't. I don't use a lot of glass bongs." For the most part, I either dab out of dab rigs or vaporize. Right. But I know everything there is to know about a bomb. You got to know what you're selling. Got to know your product, right? Like, especially in that aspect. People are, if I sell a guy a bong and it's not the perfect bong for him, he's not going to be, you know what I mean? It's, he's going to be upset, but he's not going to. It's not going to ruin his life. Whereas you give some, oh yeah, smoke this and take a huge hoot of it. And actually here, try some of this CB or uh, THC oil and have a whole syringe. (laughs) That girl's going to be on a 36 hour nightmare. Yeah, like, can you? Yeah, can you imagine like an uneducated bud tender being like, "Here, eat, eat all this. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care." And I <laughs> have had that. I have had people come into my shop and say, "Hey, so I just bought this oil from a cannabis dispensary down the street, and I'm looking for a vape pen to smoke it in." And I'm like, "Well, you have uh, sunflower oil here, and if you vape this, you are going to hurt your lungs." 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why he would recommend you to smoke this, but it is not healthy or safe to be smoking this. Eat it. Yeah, always. Well, that's a, and that's kind of the weird thing right now is because, yeah, you can't get edible oils. But you but, can't get smokable oils. Yeah, and you hear people hear yeah. oil and they don't look into it yeah. and they're like, oh, check out all this oil, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah, do not put that on yeah. a flame. <laughs> and like, I think for in the future, I believe that CO2 extractions and heat extractions and water extractions will be the forefront of extracts. I don't think hydrocarbons are going to have it. No? I don't. I really don't. A is, it's it's risky. It is. You're working with a flammable substance and a, like, I assume they put in the proper guidelines and you'd have to do some courses and this and that. But like, hopefully, if you're talking back in the day before it's legal, people blew up their garages uh, and- We know a guy, right? or I don't know if you know him, I know a guy who burnt himself like he, like too, third degree man. burns his whole Head body. Yep. He was uh, they were, they were cooking it in a oil like a pressure cooker. I want to say yep. maybe not a pressure cooker, but um, the the pot inside the heating element. Like you know, yeah, essentially. Yep. So they're doing the crock pot method. The thing lit on fire, and he went to throw it like out the window because yep. they're on like a second story, and it ended up splashing on him. Yep. Not good news. Yep. Not and good like news. Like a lot of those um, solvents, like butane, for example, it's a low settling gas. So like it sits on the floor. If you have your window open here, it's not going out it's that not window. Vent. It's yeah, it's down at your ankles and whatever. Um, like I've heard horror stories of guys who have blown up themselves and had butane fumes leaked inside their clothes and whatever. And oh my the, God, yeah, they're man. burning like underneath their clothes and shit like that. Like it's I I know quite a few horror stories from people who've got seriously hurt. So I understand why they weren't like yeah, we're gonna legalize that right 100%. away or whatever. Yeah. But but I mean like making whiskey isn't it's, the safest thing no, either for sure so right. definitely like I agree with let us do well. it but regulate it in a way that yep. like you get a kit that I you need so everything yeah. and like it's not homemade rigs just yeah. people kill themselves at gas pumps every day yeah. we're not shutting down gas pumps anytime soon exactly yeah. education over uh censorship yeah. or and in, in, a, in a cutthroat kind of way like it's you know what i mean that's darwin's Darwin, theory yeah. right there like come on like you're stupid enough to do that yeah you deserve whatever. and don't get me wrong i have definitely done unsafe open blast things in my mom's basement when i was younger like i should hate to even admit it because i could have blown her whole house up what i knew right kids do stupid things that's That's why that education needs to be out there and exactly when we were growing up there was no literature about no you just tried it and if it worked and if you were smart and if you were smart you would do it in the backyard not the basement right because uh and then but then you're like oh what if the neighbors are watching you know now fuck okay let's go back inside yeah and boom, the fucking kitchen's blown out. You yeah. know, like well, that's why I think these people should be taken seriously, and the stigma should be, you know, slowly taken down around these people that have years of experience yeah. doing this, whether it was legitimate or not. Yeah. All of this information should be taken in and and kind of accepted and all looked over because yep. I think from every walk, if you take a little piece of everything, it's you can't help but come out with a good outcome. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I kind of link it. I don't like linking pot to alcohol because they're not the same thing in any way. But at the same time, it's kind of like they legalized beer and now, you know, they're going to look into things and they're going to legalize hard alcohol Yeah. in the same sense that like they legalized flour, whole yeah. flour, and and then, then they're going to go edible. Yeah. And the hope is they go concentrate yeah. after that because yeah. there is a market for concentrate. There is a huge market for concentrates. And it's already available. So readily <laughs> like make... Make the right moves, and everyone profits off yep. of it. And then it's regulated at the For same sure. time, so you're not getting some undercooked 
batch exactly. that's half butane. Yeah. And there is that's there's a lot of uh, things to be said about that too. It's it's not healthy to be smoking iso or butane or not at all. Propane, right? Like a, like if it smells chemically when you get it, yeah. Leave it out in the sun. Yeah. So and, I used to have a vacuum chamber, and that's basically how. So ba- you're changing the atmospheric pressure inside that little pot to get things to boil off at lower temperatures. Right. So if you're putting a hundred degrees Fahrenheit on the bottom of your pot, it's boiling off stuff that wouldn't normally boil off at 100 degrees. So you save that, the terpenes and the color and whatever to try to purge some of this butane out. I have taken reputable... Uh, Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> um, concentrate companies, extracts, and put them into my pressure cooker or my uh, vacuum chamber. And some of the things that I've seen come out of my vacuum chamber is just like wor- worrisome. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and that's kind of... And that's the really fucked up thing about it because... It, when you get into concentrates, it's a science at that point. It is. And it's, yeah. you know, like chemists should be doing it. You 100%. know what I mean? Weed yep. companies should have a chemist who makes their extracts yep. just like all other companies yep. have a chemist that makes their... Yep. It, and I'm not saying extracts are chemicals because they're not. It, what essentially they're doing is pulling all of the THC and concentrating it into a little blob. Exactly. For, Hence concentrates. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better term. And then essentially you're smoking all of that concentrated. Without getting that carbon. Kind of like vaporizing, right? You're, you're not getting that You're removing material. the green. You're removing exactly. all the in-between. You're yeah. just taking the things that gets you lifted and putting it in one spot. Yeah, exactly. So, and, but like edibles that can really get you messed up too. Like concentrates aren't a joke either. So it's kind of this thing where it's like, I like that we're taking a tiered approach in Canada to legalization. Um, but there needs to be more. I like this. I, at first I thought they're super cheesy, but there's these commercials. It's like, how do you talk to your kids about pot? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's probably a conversation and things that the general public needs to be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you should talk to your kids about pot, just like you do alcohol and cigarettes and everything else. The more you hide it, the more curious they are. Exactly. It would make sense. I guess nowadays you'd tell your kid, okay, if they bring out the rum, go fucking easy. (laughs) If they bring out the beer, enjoy a few. If they bring out dabs, Take it fucking yeah, easy. Just pace yourself. Oh, oh dad yourself. used to know about this dab stuff. <laughs> if they bring out a joint, have a few puffs. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess I guess it makes a complete and total sense that nowadays that would be something that would be but, mentioned. Like, the commercials have taken a turn for the better. It's not some, who oh, smoke weed, and then the guy shoots his fucking yeah. buddy's head off. Yeah. It's like. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah, those but, used to be such a joke. I remember watching those in your basement. Well, that was the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not us. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, a gun in his hand. He's like <laughs> shining up my gun. <laughs> but no. that's kind of the weird thing is you can't take an over the top approach because, yeah. especially nowadays, even the new generation does not get on that. No, you, you can't fear people into things anymore. No, you see it in the way people vote very quickly there's certain things that happen and you can say certain things that will completely change well look at our last election the ndp ran a ruthless just smear campaign of everything and it didn't work for them one little bit so you there's no fear there's no fear anymore people are too educated it's too easy to just google the stuff yourself and you could be like oh well that's way over the top fuck you that's bullshit and then you've lost them so you kind of got to approach it in a very sensible way that it's like you you gotta sell it right, yep. otherwise it's not gonna work. Yep. Make it makes know your product. Exactly. Right? Know your product. Comes down to knowing your product. Yeah. 
Um, just on like a same newbie type thing. Indica, you'll hear Indica, you'll hear Sativa, your hybrids are a combination of both. So I know Cody and I kind of know what it is and I know you know what it is too, but like, what's the difference between Indica and Sativas? So I was actually reading an article the other day that says there really is no difference between the, on, it's a little bit on how the plant grows more lanky and short and whatever, but the main effect is those terpenes. Yeah. So with Indicas, generally they have the terpenes that'll make you more sleepy, relaxed, kind of sedated. In the couch. Yeah, in the couch. Exactly. That's a great way to remember it. Whereas Sativa will be more uplifting, more euphoric, more happy, more... You'll you'll vacuum the house, you'll get everything done, you know, but you'll... I find it's more psychoactive, kind of. I always get this bright sensation when I smoke a heavy Sativa. It's kind of a... a, It's a different feel. Like, you're not couch locked, you know? Do you want to explore and colors are great? Yeah. So, have you heard, have you seen that show Disjointed on Netflix? A little bit. I was so against it at first. I was so against it just being, like, just a cannabis user. I was like, I can't believe they would come out with this fucking hokey shit. I can't believe it. Really? So, that's what I thought. So, then I watched it. And they touch on every niche of marijuana. They touch on, like, how it helps PTSD. Mm -hmm. They touch on so many. They do it in such an over-the-top. It's canceled now, unfortunately. But they did it in such an over-the-top way. But they also touched on every real aspect of what cannabis can help and what it does wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Cannabis isn't the be-all, end-all of everything. and it's not for everyone. Exactly. I know people who should not smoke cannabis it just does not react with them just well makes them not, yeah. <laughs> like it just fucks them completely yeah. and people up, you with know? you know like schizophrenia. some schizophrenia exactly that's not you should not be smoking cannabis when you have things like that because it does it's a it's a psychoactive is that yeah. the right way to yeah. put it yeah it like so yeah like it's not exactly what you say it's not for everyone know your 100%. know your just stuff just like drinking right? isn't for everyone or what anything it, you just gotta yeah exactly know yourself exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right perfect now, we kind of touched on this a little bit. We talked about it, but like THC versus CBD. So THC is psychoactive, whereas CBD is non-psychoactive. That'll be the main difference. And like if you're looking for something to replace maybe your pills, you'd more want a CBD type yes, thing, right? Yes, but then again, they work synergistically, like I've said before. Like THC doesn't work as good without CBD, and CBD doesn't work as good without small amounts of THC. So you almost Even want fractions, a balance, right? right? Yeah, like I think so. Like you don't want a 0 to 25 there, ratio, no yes. THC, all yeah. CBD maybe a one to 25 yeah is what- exactly or what i like those kind of like 10 11 12 percent thc and like a three four five that's a that's a good for me um it's you got to play around with it well and that's the thing yep. you got to find your what's comfortable with you you know yep. it's like and don't ever try something if you have things to do later you know 100 no, like, percent. right off right off six hours if exactly. you're gonna smoke cannabis for make it yeah. make it a thing you know like have a nice dinner and then Put on a or movie and smoke dinner. a joint. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and be in like, a comfortable environment, too. Yeah. Don't go sit in this dungy alleyway with your buddy and smoke <laughs> yeah. a joint for the first time. Or maybe you know don't go I mean? to a festival for yeah, your first exactly. time and, like, like, be... Like, some people love it. Yeah. I no, do not. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> yeah. I want to go home <laughs> yeah. and watch a movie or yeah. play some games or Ma, something. Ma, come pick me up yeah. right now. This is terrible. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> no, but that's that's kind of it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh let's see what else do i got here um any pros or cons from indoor versus outdoor grown i think indoor you can control the environment more it's more of a yeah quality product yeah. and almost. the light and the flower like you cannot you can't grow cannabis under 24 hour light outside no i, I have played around with <laughs> i have a 25 or a 25 plant grow license nice and i've played around with it a little bit i'm trying to find a 
spot that I can actually, you know, do it in for an extended period of time. Right. I don't want to set up anything too crazy. No, no. Move, but I have played around with 24 hours in the flowering or in the vegetative state of cannabis. And it's cool. You can see how much it will grow in a 24 hour period. And it's insane. Well, it's noticeable now, yeah. right? It, it's more about controlling your environment. But then again, at the same time, do I love cannabis that was grown by the sun? Fuck. It's, there's nothing like it. That's what everyone says. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's hit or miss. It's really fucking hard to do. Yeah. And there's it is growing better. cannabis. Like <laughs> kudos to these guys who are fucking growing awards. Giant outdoor yeah. fields, you know, people like do that's... not understand what goes into it. It's not, it's not just planting a tomato plant in your backyard and, Going. Walking away, yeah. you know. I grew like, cannabis for nine months, roughly, give or take, and have kind of stopped right now. And it's it's insane. I was spending three hours a day in my in my grow room, watering, trimming, <laughs> researching, uh, trying to get proper CO two levels and humidity levels and moisture. Like it was just insane on how much time I spent. And I fell asleep in that grow tent more than. You know, half the time I would just pass out. It's four in the morning. I'm just sleeping in my grow tent. Well, Babe, you got work in four hours. Try to get up. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's interesting you kind of say that um, because, like, I, I know an old guy who grows. And so they're in BC and they have a uh, wood burning um, furnace. Yeah. The CO2 that comes off the furnace helps the plants yeah, for in the sure. basement, CO2 right? It's so huge. crazy. Yeah. Weird. The yep. extra additives and stuff totally. that can help. And that's just from burning their wood stove. Yep. Like the winter crops far outweigh the yeah. summer crops no, because sure. they get that extra little bit of uh, Interesting. Right? And I don't know if it's CO2. Is, is CO2. it CO2? Yeah. As, a, as a grower then, what are your take on those uh, those grow boxes that are essentially like a one. plug and play? I, I ha- honestly have no input no? really on them. They seem awesome. To If it's really going to help those people put the right um, nutrients and uh, control the humidity and the temperature in this it's because like in those hot summer days i had a grow that was upstairs in my house for a while and trying to keep that tent below 28 degrees was next to impossible it's 30 degrees outside <laughs> i got an hps bulb that feels like you're in the bahamas Do you know what i mean it's it's hard it gotta is. walk in with your yeah. shorts and t-shirt yeah. and <laughs> i didn't have a lot of influence from anyone else i bought the grow Trailer. bible and you know pretty much said all right well let's go here we go yeah and I, I feel like it, I don't know, to me it wasn't, oh yeah, I'm going to have a pound of weed after. It was the experience of growing cannabis. That was solely what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I would have taken the product and flushed it down the toilet just for the experience. I truly would have. With, yeah. And with, nobody gets a pound of weed off their plant. Well. <laughs> Maybe 25 plants. Sure. You, you should see some of these growers today. Like you, the I Coke can buds oh, or the, man. like the, comp- I, uh, yeah, that's I know, true. I know You're very, yeah, yeah. are getting yeah. pounds off their plants, but at the same time, first time I ever grew, I grew 11 plants. I don't even think I got a fucking two ounces. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I wasn't using the proper lights and I only had a 600 when I should have had more and this and that, but. Light's the key. It is. And pl- they're smart, those cannabis plants. They know where other plants are. They know where the light is. They're, yeah, man. They know what I like, yeah. absorb the most. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of neat in that sense. It's cool watching them grow. It's like raising a little kid. It is. We named them and everything. Yeah. Like it was. Dude, well, yeah. you see them come up from nothing. Yeah. When I finally chopped those and cut them, it was, it was a little heart wrenching, honestly. Like, <laughs> well, it's yeah. funny you say that. I talk about that disjointed show. 
the the grower in the show like got like so wrapped up in his plants they were talking to himself and they're like no don't don't cut us down yeah. steve don't cut i don't know what his yeah. name was but you know it was no, like, i would i would go in and legit talk to my plants how you guys doing oh, it look helps at, oh you're looking a little rough here and played music and did a couple other things dude just that old kinda... dude i know plays music 24 7 for yeah. him like 24 7 the, yeah. the radio's on just a low just some noise to help them and, and yeah. it's usually like kids tunes like upbeat yeah. stuff no for sure like oh i've heard old so classical weird. music is pretty yeah, good it's too. so yeah. weird that yeah. there's stuff they like take in yeah they're we, very <sighs> they're very conscious it's it's so weird man yep so we talked about kind of like be you can be a 60 year old and not know what anything is one thing i don't really know about is what are tinctures tincture is like an alcohol based cannabis extract that is edible so it's it's an edible it's, yeah. it's more of an edible it than is. it lower it is it an is. edible. Yeah. yeah like to me a tincture is like even mct oil coconut where it's always liquid that's still a tincture to me it's just like a little bottle of something that you would be consuming or dropping on your tongue it's more of the the yeah so you've you've you washed your weed with like alcohol a high a high yeah, a lot of people percent. do it with everclear and stuff like that it's generally alcohol based a tincture it seems like yeah. the least effective form of cannabis to me yeah i don't i don't like mixing my uh, it seems weed to me like like anything like that I, yeah i can never say the fucking word and that makes me not trust it yeah. so it's like it seems <laughs> Tank, to me <laughs> tinctures tincture i'm like Fuck off. it's a stupid word <laughs> and like there's no to me, I don't really understand it because there's not really a lot of fats for it to leach to in alcohol, right? Whereas with can or with uh, butter or oil, like a uh, avocado oil or a uh, coconut oil, there's so many fats and lipids to for it to attach to, right? It's crazy. Avocado's making its way up. Yeah, man. Like avocado oil. Avocado right? weed butter. Yeah. Oh. And fun. people are people are getting pretty creative with it. I can't like. When I can go to Earl's and order a cannabis cocktail, that's when, to me, it's more accepted. And when I can order a cannabis pizza... Can we do that right now? No. Damn it. No. There's no... like, And that's the interesting thing about legalization, too. In some ways, it was worse for people. Like, you can't smoke weed in public. No. I can. You Well, we well, can. Yeah, we, five meters from a door. Yeah. But then again, now these fucking assholes who think that they're entitled to smoke a joint wherever the fuck they want are ruining it for the rest of us. I don't care whether you can or you can't, dude. There's a kid right there. Yeah. And you should not be smoking cannabis here. And if you do, you are the worst thing to the cannabis community. Well, and, and, oh, and cigarette like, smokers are kind of the same yeah. way. It's like they'll just fucking blow smoke in a kid's face. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you kind of have – like that's that's your poison. Yeah. I have been bold with my cannabis use in public because I live in Canada. Yeah. I have been bold with it. I've walked down Stephen Avenue at 9 o'clock in the yep. morning. Me too. Smoking I've been out there. But you insert a child, yeah. I will Completely shut different. that show yep. down, yep. put it out, walk away. I don't care if away. you're comfortable smoking in front of your kid. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. You want to smoke a joint in front of your kid? That's you. I'm not joining you. No, and yep. I, I'm the same way. It's yep. like like my, my daughter, she wouldn't know what it was if, yep. if, if she saw it. So I don't want to even like give her that mm-hmm. kind of like – be like, oh, that's – now I have to explain. Oh, that's a pipe. Yeah. You know, or that's – that's see, that's herbs. Yeah. See, and now she's telling her day home about the exactly. herbs. And it's like, no, yeah. you just don't. Daddy even... grows weed at home. Yeah. Let's me come in his grow room with him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now you don't want that. No. <laughs> no. Did you see that video where the little girl said daddy grew weed at home? And 
to her teachers. Really? Oh. And and, she, and the dad comes home, and he's like, why don't you show me those weeds that dad's growing? Yeah. And she goes out to the backyard, and there's weeds in the backyard, like, on his lawn. And he's like, holy fuck, I had to go to my te- my daughter's school today, and, like... I don't know how I don't know how real it was, but I saw one. It was it was a kid drawn, but it was like Daddy loves so loves salt so much he sniffs it off the table, and it's like whoa, if that's real, <laughs> like whoa, yeah. uh, like one you are shitty parents. <laughs> <laughs> Two, yeah, there's some people who just shouldn't have kids. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's funny how you need a license for a lot of other things, but you bring up the topic of having license to have children, and people are like whoa. How dare you? Yeah. What do you mean? It's my like, right whoa. to have kids, but is it? <laughs> like, is it? It's such a weird topic. Yeah. It's. I guess it is because you can't really tell somebody they can't have a kid. You but, know, it's kinda, but yeah. at the same time, <laughs> yeah. smarten the fuck up, people. Yeah. Like, it's fucking. Like, I feel like we're almost going backwards. The people who are very educated and very are not having as many kids, and the people who are just like, what the fuck, fuck monsters out yeah, there having like, ten kids? Holy fuck! That's the theory of. The pyramids. Yeah. The people who, well, you've seen Joe yeah. Rogan when he goes, all the smart, all the dumb people out fuck the smart yeah, people. a hundred percent. Well, it's like the worst house on our block. It's fucking like, we call it the uh, Lord of the Flies house <laughs> because it seems like the kids are running everything. Yeah. It's just crazy there all the time. Yeah. So. Cody. Yes. Should we, uh. Should we get into the end? You're, wa- you're wondering why my beard looks so good today? I am wondering why your beard looks so t- <laughs> it good. It is because we have an amazing sponsor, do Jesse. Me, do you want me to tell you about that sponsor? Do it. Do it now. BigDobsBeardBob.com. Use that promo code RUCKUS, R-U-C-K-U-S, for a 20% discount at checkout. Beard bombs, beard oils, they're on the table. You can see them. We take pictures. Go to his website, BigDobsBeardBob.com. Promo code Ruckus R U C K U S. If you're in Canada, that gets you. It's, if you're anywhere, it gets twenty percent off. If you're in Canada, it kind of nixes the dollar mark up here, so it's perfect. You get about a fifteen dollar quality, quality beard balm, beard oil, whatever you need. BigDobsBeardBalm.com. Use that promo code Ruckus R U C K U S. Thank you. I love that you do that for us, <laughs> Connor. You're gonna walk away with some of the stuff. Fuck it's yeah. uh, I love this stuff. makes makes your face. The whole reason good. I came. Was for the beard <laughs> that's kind of yeah. yeah. That's why anyone comes down here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the beard bump. <laughs> no. Alan, shout out. Yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, he's at some live event this weekend. The Omaha. Was... I like his packaging. Simple. Oh, it's cool. it's, it's yeah. so nice, yeah. dude. And Alan's what a stand up dude. Alan's yeah. a prime dude. I like that. Right. I don't care how cool. It's kind of like glass blowing. I've had collectible pieces from these people and then met them and been like well you're a fucking asshole selling those doesn't pieces. it ruin it yeah, like totally. it ruins I hate it. it yeah yeah don't meet your heroes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's alan i yeah. want to meet him that's true we've yet to meet beard. him anytime he's in we've said this before anytime you're up here in canada oh, you got a spot yeah because he's at omaha nebraska so, so he hand makes his stuff he's a he's cool. a dad a husband he's a guy who makes his stuff all Love by himself that craft shit yes. it is yeah. it yeah. is and he's been with we've been with each other since the beginning of both of uh yeah. it was such a weird connection he just we i don't know if he reached out to me or i reached out to him but it was we he just started this and we had just started the podcast cool and it was fucking perfect timing exactly nice it's like the cbd meets the thc <laughs> just go together so perfectly to relate it to this episode. <laughs> the THC and CBD go together perfectly. That's a great jingle. <laughs> Call somebody. We'll yeah. we'll get it on like the next Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
All right. Hit them okay. with those questions. Here's our favorite part. You ever watch Inside the Actor Studio? No. No? It's a great old TV show with James Lisden. Am I saying his name? Lip- not- Lipton. James like the Lip- soup, not Lisden? No. Lip- Lipton. Like huh. the soup. Huh. He'd interview actors. All that kind of stuff. We had some crazy fun people. Old ass questions, uh, but we stole them. Cool. So here we go. He stole them from someone else, so it's fine. <laughs> it's all cool. These are questions that we may have missed. We may have not uh, got to, but we're going to get to know you just a little bit better cool. here. Um, what is your favorite word? Probably gnarly. Yeah, no, I love that, especially word. as a kid too. That's a great yeah, word, dude. gnarly. Yeah, I just thought it was. Yeah, it summed up exactly what I wanted to say all the time. That was fucking gnarly. Like, and you know, there's a K in front of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and James Lipton. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. And on the complete flip side of that, what is your least favorite word? Probably uneducated. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, I That's really a first. can't stand people who just talk the shit and have no idea what they're talking about yeah i am always so worried about that being like i understand there's people got to learn you got to start somewhere yeah the the smartest guys in the world started out knowing nothing about their craft but just don't pretend that you don't know it you know what i mean educate yourself before you start sharing information because people are very gullible and in this day and age thank you for saying that and and Always, always learn and never be afraid to be wrong. Yeah, I just read this 100%. thing of exactly what you're saying. It's like never afraid to be wrong, never, never afraid to be, never afraid to be uh, exert your opinion, but yeah. always be the first to, if you're wrong to admit you're wrong. Yeah. And there's nothing I wrong with being wrong. You know, hold my head high always. But if you can prove to me why what I'm saying to you is wrong or not correct, I will own up to that. I'm shit the first one to be day. like, you yeah. are. Oh, I can't believe. Yeah. Oh, I learned something new today. Straight you up. know. I love that. That's That's a a great quality to have. Uh, Question number three. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What's your... your... Honestly, inspiring other people. I'd say that's one of my biggest things. I fucking love it. When I can motivate somebody to do something that they wouldn't have done without me saying that, it fucking totally, yeah. Hopefully this episode gets some of the people who are a little scared about just seeing, like, just Touching their toes in the industry. Yeah. Just hopefully and this kind of... And start slow. Don't just fucking dive into it. It's a lot to take in. Even I'm still learning every day. I've been in this industry for over 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. And it's legal. It's not going anywhere. No. It's not going to It's not gonna become yeah. illegal anytime for soon. Sure. Like, ho- hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, to keep on path, what turns you off? What is your... What's your off button? I, I just don't like people when they have to portray this, like... I don't like seeing that someone's not being their self for whatever reason, for friends around them, for the business that they're running, for the company they're trying to stand behind. I just, just be yourself, man. And no fakeness. Yeah. If you don't want to smoke weed, then don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No one cares. Any true cannabis lover won't care. Not at all. No. I'd say of all communities, we are probably the most accepting yeah. where it's like. But you know why? Because it's more for you yeah. if he doesn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, don't have to cut this yeah. joint down. I yeah. just hate seeing someone even at the bar and it's just like they have two drinks and then the real them comes out oh, and they're yeah, just yeah, yeah. in this shell their whole life. It just like hurt, it hurts my heart to see this person isn't being themselves and living their life that they should. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it takes about two beers for me to like actually yeah. be able to talk to <laughs> and people. And you know what I mean? If you're a little shy and that's fine. You got a little bit of social anxiety, you're a little shy, you have two beers, you have a smoke and that kind of helps you out of your shell, then awesome. Yeah, but I just yeah. don't I don't want to see somebody Portraying it. this fake life. Yeah, I, 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 I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like um, staying with a girl just because you think it's the right thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you gotta sometimes you gotta just do your own or thing. Or because she's hot. That. Yeah, yeah or whatever. You, know you what I mean? hate her, but yeah. she's hot. So. Staying with that job that's just crushing you from the inside when you should be doing something else, but you're scared. Like you just gotta you gotta just do it, that man. lesson. You got one fucking right. life, man. That line just it. speaks to so many Albertans yeah. right now. Yeah. It's it does. Yeah. Honestly it does. Fucking live it, man. Yeah. Our favorite question is question number five, also my favorite number. What is your favorite curse word? Probably fuck. I just, yeah. It sums up everything. Yeah. Do you use it in like a fuck? Or like in everything. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a versatile. It's so versatile. Fuck. It can yeah. be so gentle. It can be so aggressive. It can be, yeah. Um, I also like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like this gay demon inside of me, but I just love fucking dick I, it's so oh you dick you're such a dick I, I don't know I do I really love the, the gay shit kind of, <laughs> for I a really second there you're like yeah. I love fucking dick I, do, I was like man. well hey yeah. good for you buddy. ask any good of my friends you. like I'm the one who when I'm walking behind you give you a little hump or I, I do man That's I love hilarious. it I love it you know in Japan it's a thing to ram your fingers up someone's yeah. butt like, oh. not not like up their butt but like it's a thing like it's what, what they, they, they they like Goose each other yeah. by like. I got buddies who do that all the time. And they call it a raisin. They always stick their <laughs> thumb in buddies' butt crap. Raisin. Oh. Holy fuck! That would shock I don't know. I just to it's me, 2019. To Cody, me, I'm get like, on board. Yeah, dude, people are just so. Well, oh, that's so gay. I would never even hug a man. It's just like, dude, give it oh, up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Fuck like, out of here. That's too funny. Uh, question number six: What sound or noise do you love? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I love the sound of like a, a dirt bike or a, a a motorbike engine. I ride a lot of bikes. I've just, yeah, yeah there's, fuck, man. That, that, that two-stroke whine, there's just nothing like it yet. That's there's cool. something to be yeah. said about that. that yeah. You know, the, and uh, I think that's the first time we've had, like... So we have yeah. 90 people on. I think that's the first time we've heard that one. Yeah, yeah motorbike selling. Yeah, probably. I love that, man. Just how you can feel. Like, when you're ripping down the road at 90K, you are you are the road. You have become <laughs> the road, man. Yeah. That's cool. You I can really easily become just, the road, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, got to yeah. be careful. You got to be. Yeah. Definitely. Pipes save lives. They do. Uh, on the flip side, what sound or noise do you hate? Or strongly dislike? I've realized hate is a very strong word, but... Yeah, it's weird. 2019, nobody likes the word hate anymore. I've Sounded- never really liked to say it because it, I say it too much, but it's it's one of those words where you say, I hate this, and if you if you take it's that strong. word to its yeah. root, it's yeah. like saying cunt. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a strong <laughs> yeah. word. But so what sound or noise do you strongly uh, dislike? I don't like construction. I've always been a, you know, kind of outside the city, <laughs> quiet, love the love the river, love, you know, I fucking no, hate smash waking in, up yeah. and I hear, yeah. <laughs> why the Fair fuck enough. are you collecting the garbage at 5 o'clock? Like, it's going to be there at 3 in the afternoon, too. Why the fuck are you collecting my garbage at 5 a.m.? Let me sleep asshole. in. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, now, being in what I can only believe is your dream profession currently yeah, or industry, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would love to be like a stunt man, kind of like. Yo, have you ever seen Rob be. Deerdick's Fantasy Festival? Or Fantasy I Factor? love Rob Deerdick. I just want I that man. I just want to be Rob flipping Dyrdek. dirt bikes, and I've always been that wild kid walking Travis bridges. Travis Pastrana, oh, land. If I could just group my ten best homies together and just fuck, make a show out of it, oh, fucking go crazy. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be one of the only things that I'd have to leave my job for. Yeah. Sweet. Do you watch yeah. Ridiculousness? Oh yeah, yeah, love sure, that show. Man. Yeah, I got a bunch of goons as friends. We'd have a good time. <laughs> yeah, man. 
I love it. I absolutely love that. Now, on the flip side, we're kind of going opposites here. Uh, what profession would you not want to do? I think, like, I've always wanted to be, I thought a lawyer would be real cool. But then I feel like helping people get off for shit that you think that they deserve to rot for would be hard. Like, I've always thought, I always wanted to be, yeah, Yeah. it'd be hard, man. Being a judge, being, like, my girlfriend's a teacher. The struggle struggle (laughs) that they go through every day to help some of these kids with serious problems at home and whatever, it it is, man. And it it honestly makes me feel like a complete asshole for some of the shit that I did to my teachers. Because teachers are, they're the future, man, because the children are the future. Yeah, and I I strongly believe, not just because my wife's a teacher, that, like, like professions like teaching, uh, policing, firefighting, yeah, EMS yeah. should all get paid the same amount as doctors. A hundred percent. They're all shaping or helping or saving. Yeah. And if not more, like fuck that drug pushing doctor. Yeah. You don't deserve that <laughs> yes. fucking money. You you know what I mean? You don't deserve to be a doctor. Yeah. You don't deserve to be influencing people and telling them what they should take. Whereas these teachers are pouring their heart and souls into some of these kids and going home and crying for hours about and some of the shit that's going on in these kids' homes. putting in, like, 12-hour yeah. days yeah, and stuff. It's crazy. Like, they, a lot of people, like, shrug teachers off. It's like, well, you guys get summers off. You yeah. get Christmas. It's like, yeah, but what you don't realize is that they're there till 6, 7 o'clock at night. Yep. Or if they're not there, they're on their computers at home they till often, 9 o'clock at night. They often put in their own money to buy supplies for them. All the time. Yeah. For posters. For sure. My for girlfriend's buying stickers for... like they're going out of season. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, it's crazy. Yep. So, shout out to the teachers. Yep. to the 100%. Shout out to the doers out yep. there. For sure. Yeah, I get it. There's crooked teachers. Definitely. There's crooked cops. But how... It's, it's more good than yeah, bad. Yeah, 100%, exactly. dude. Exactly. I got, but fuck the police. Yeah, dude. I hope your mom is fucking, gets saved by a police officer yeah. one day out of a burning car and your your aspect changes on that. And, and then truly, you'll be like, love yeah, the police. 100%. You know? like, yeah. And like, exactly, you said, there's bad actors in yeah, every man. single profession. Definitely. Uh, don't get me wrong, like, and it's usually the union, the ones closest to the union. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm very anti-union. But, <laughs> uh, it's, but that's exactly, if you can be lazy and get away with it, yeah. that's typically 100%. what happens. But on, on like the teacher side, of it like it's it's insane the amount of work they do thankless amount of work too because a lot of the parents don't even give a shit because no, they don't they give don't. a shit about Half their these kids. kids are coming to school without lunch Ex- how's no your lunch? kids supposed to operate off a bag of skittles and some marshmallows no like, winter coats yeah man uh, my girlfriend has grouped like-minded teachers together to buy these kids jackets and boots and do you know what I mean? Like, my, that's crazy. So my wife's mom was also a teacher. What uh, they would do is uh, they would go, like uh, her husband, who's a firefighter by chance, yeah. they'd, they'd go buy like cheap winter coats and just every time someone would show up without one, it's like, hey, here's you know, here's your winter coat. Kids would show up without shoes yeah. in the middle of winter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. Like that's... It's disappointing to see. And those parents, like, come yeah. on. Well, yeah. in some... You can speak on it to a certain extent, yeah. right? But like some people, they they just can't help it. No, they can't even right? afford to bring food to the table for these kids. For can't which, let your kid walk in the snow in no, his bare feet sure. or her yeah, bare feet. You got to be yeah. like, don't let him go to school. Yeah, then. I'd be piggybacking him in my bare feet. Yeah, to exactly, yeah. exactly. But I like what you said before about that. Well, I'm not thinking about anything different. I'm thinking about it the exact same in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about cannabis. I had yes. been. In school, for example, just fucking screaming at my teachers, you fucking idiot, blah, 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 this and that, whatever. Go home, smoke a joint, and think about it from a completely different aspect. And you're like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, grow up. And yeah, totally. You had a good point. Exactly. And I, I do that yelling. all the time. <laughs> a I lot do. of self reflection, yep. you know, kind totally. of. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. 
So now here, here's our final question. Um, thank you once again for coming Anytime, through. Oh, before man. the finals, socials, anything to find more, anything you want to put out there, like next level stuff, yeah, your shout own out, stuff. Shout out to Next Level, man. They are where I am today. They, yeah, they're the main reason I am where I am today. Do they have, uh, do they yeah. have a social media? Seventeenth have the Next Level Inc. Uh, on Instagram, thenextlevelinc.ca on um, or thenextlevels.ca um, on the internet the old internet yep. yeah. um we're trying to you know we're trying to do things different we do free delivery in calgary and stuff like that we'll okay. drive right to your door with the the Wait. debit machine and shoot the shit and hey cool you know it's See, that's personal yeah man we're, you don't get that. that we are here because of people supporting us like you guys i wouldn't be here if no one wanted to buy my stuff and it's it's 100 based off the community we are a want business not a need business no one needs to buy any bomb they could just buy papers and Whatever. Or we use are, a Coke can. Yeah, you know? we are a want industry, and people need to feel comfortable and that they trust us when they come into our shop. Yeah. A, well, I love you guys. Yeah. I love that you guys recognize that. Yeah. Like that's amazing. That's very amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks. <clears throat> now, last question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? What up, bitch? <laughs> Gangster. You made it. You fucking made it. You ever think you make it? No. <laughs> He's like, you didn't think you were yeah, going to make it yeah, up here, you did you? thought you were going to be down there, didn't you? Yeah. Come on in. Welcome <laughs> in, motherfucker. <laughs> Weed's good up here. Weed's good up here. I invented it. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I guess you should, uh, if you're a joker, a smoker, or a midnight toker, maybe get to the point and roll another joint. Hey, this was big for us, too. We don't talk about this kind of stuff very much. This was this was our first our first pod episode. So please, Connor, thank you. For, anytime, man. Thank you for anytime. popping our pot yeah. cherry on this uh, this uh, fine <laughs> table here. See, and I will always remember that. <laughs> first, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's a cool experience. This will be the first people. of many. I want to let's let's cron- let's uh, let's document Canada's. Um, legalization totally. yeah. process. Let's here. do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to where we were and where we are oh, now. make it maybe yeah, an man. annual thing to just Fuck see what's ain't. changed every year yep. and or every six months or whatever it is. I've got time to spread the word. You're always like and you're always welcome Fuck back, man. Ain't. This has been fun. Yeah. Peace, love, and smoke. Happy, everybody. Woo. Take care.